This is Happy Jacks. We are doing our Rainbow Railroad today. Uh, I am your game master, actually facilitator. I don't really master the game. The game actually sort of masters me. And uh, this is our cast today. My name is Chris Gray. Uh, and why don't we just go around the circle and introduce ourselves. And I think Mo's going to uh, tell us a little bit more about Rainbow Railroad. Hey, I'm Mo. And uh, let me just start by saying we're raising money for Rainbow Railroad, a charity that helps lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals escape from violence and persecution in their home countries. Last year, we raised over $6,000, and this year our goal is $10,000. That is what it takes to get one person to safety. The donation page will be up for a month, with all donations eligible for our big prize of a year-long Dice Envy subscription. In addition, each game has its own set of amazing prizes that will give that we will give out to the wonderful people who donate to our during our live event. Thank you, everyone, for watching, supporting, and donating. Don't forget to spread the word so we can work together to reach our goal. Well said. Well said. Well, who's joining us today? I think we uh, have some familiar faces, but I think we should do the perfunctory. I'm Chris. I'm usually Mac. <laughs> and we'll find out, but at this point. Who yeah, knows anyone. anymore? I was here midnight till four. A lot of us have been here for a lot of weird shifts, so it's just reality is, you know, just a construct. You're here. <laughs> I think you, Am I? That's just your life, though, isn't it, Mac? Just sort of stumbling through the construct of life, like a, a constant state of sleep deprivation. Way to fucking call me out. <laughs> I've missed you, too. No, no, <laughs> you, you need to aim higher. Keep missing me. Hi, Stork. <laughs> nice to see you guys. My first game. I'm still. I slept like a baby. I, I feel great. Yeah, I yeah. feel great. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> We haven't learned yeah, you. Uh, I'm Pooja. <laughs> oh. I, uh, yeah, this is my second trip as well. We had the crazy uh, 4 a.m. game. Nice. I would love to have seen that, but I was sleeping. I hate you. <laughs> so much. So, uh, anyway, now that I've made friends at the table, uh, <laughs> today we are playing a game that has never been played on live anywhere else before. This is The Great American Witch. Great American Witch is built on the chassis of the Great American Novel, which is the game that I kickstarted and funded last year. And uh, it is a narrative story-driven game. Now, that doesn't mean it's a story game. Actually, it's kind of like some trad elements there that <coughs> story gamers complain about it a bit. But it is a, a game that uses story mechanically. 
So uh, there's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be playing witches uh, in the modern day. This is sort of my take on uh, World of Darkness. So these are witches that are living secretly in society uh, in covens trying to uh, fight supernatural warfare uh, against agents of the Father God. So that's going to be what we're playing. Um, this is sort of a collaborative scene building situation we're going to find ourselves in. We're going to have to work together to decide exactly what's going to happen. Um, usually would take a long time to figure out our coven, what our hearth is, where we go and hang out, um, and a bunch of other things, but we're not going to do that for the sake of time. I've just unilaterally decided what coven you are. So we'll start there. Um, oh, before we even get into the coven... Um, I want to talk about a little bit about the themes. The Great American, you know, yes, you in the front. I was just gonna say before we before we get into things, yeah. Mo, do you want to go over the prizes for our love? Oh, prizes! Well, yeah. we can't talk about prizes. 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 Okay. Um, our top prize is a year-long subscription to the uh, Dice Envy box, where you're gonna get a box of dice every month from Dice Envy. And, and I be- was told at four a.m. that it's not just dice. Sometimes they put in in stuff. Dice and stuff from Dice Envy. And you might envy some of their other stuff. Dice Envy is my favorite. I have so many sets of Dice Envy. Um, our top donation for this game, uh, by the way, I want to say, hey, thanks, John, for the donation. Um, we got our first donation, Already? everybody. We haven't started playing. I know, this is great. All we have to do is sit here. <laughs> you guys are doing great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> our top game for the slot is a Magpie Games PDF bundle with Mask, Urban Shadows, and an oversized Rainbow D20 from Dice Envy. Um, every hour we're going to have a dice a top donation? Every two hours. We're going to have... Um, one or two top donations per game, so every two hours. And it'll be a bundle of 12 amazing game downloads from indie creators. And Oh, that's hour one and two. The second half of the game, we're going to have uh, the set of Pumpkin Spice Envy Dice from <laughs> Dice Envy. I like the alliteration there. <laughs> pumpkin Spice Envy Dice. Ooh, I have one of those. It's beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. But how does it smell? Yeah. What's more important is how it tastes. I right. don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> the first rule of pumpkin spice. You don't talk, talk about, about pumpkin, pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to add with that what the one the, the, the indie game collective, some of my games are in there. Uh-oh. And, yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> and some of my friends' games are in there. It's, it's, it's a great bundle, so it's worth it. You will get Great American Novel. You'll get Happiest Apocalypse on Earth. You'll even get 10 Workers United fresh off the press. Oh, So, nice. just one more awesome... union game. Yes. It is a union game. <laughs> it is, really? Mm-hmm. Obviously, okay. It is about organizing your union. <laughs> Using 10 candles, but backwards. Long story. Anyway. That's awesome. <laughs> it kind of is. That sounds fantastic. One more awesome reason to give... Okay, cool. Sorry, stole your thunder. Had to promote myself, you know, I think. That's my brand. You're a game designer. It's a constant thing. Me! Um, Speaking of game design, uh, let's design our game today. There are a couple of themes. In Great American Novel, you set up your themes for the day. I'm structuring some, and then we're going to come up with some for ourselves. Because you could go Bewitched, you know, Mm. or you could go, like, you know, American Horror Story Coven. Um, or or The Witch, which I saw recently and it still traumatized me. Um, you don't want to live deliciously? <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> uh, so, you, you do, uh, but, but watch carefully. 
So the the main uh, themes in today's game are uh, there are actually two of them. The one uh, witches are always at war. This is not a peaceful situation with each other, or sometimes. Okay. Uh, think of it like you know feudal Europe in a way. Okay. There are uh, s- uh, there are seven sisters. They're called the Seven Sisters, who who are essentially the administrators of, war- of witchcraft in the United States. Uh, but it's it's not a, it, it's not even a government. I mean, they just sort of like don't do that, or we'll help you raise banners or whatever. But they, but they kind of regulate witchcraft in this secret world. Uh, but among the witches, uh, everybody sort of rules their own way in their own coven. Now, they're always at war because, yes, there's some jockering, jockeying between covens. We might see a bit of that today. But also because uh, they are constantly under siege by the Father God and his agents. So these can be supernatural creatures like vampires. They can be the Illuminati. They could be uh, really anything. It could be the government not knowing that they're agents because the Father God wants to destroy witchcraft. So, witches, what are witches? Witches are people, doesn't matter gender. You could be non-binary, you could be woman, you could be man, whatever. But what you do as a witch is that you can lift the veil and see beyond and access the powers of the triple goddess and use that in the real world. Witches are fucking powerful in this game. They can level cities, they can summon storms, they can do all kinds of things. Uh, There is no worry about role creep or power. They are powerful, but there are also consequences. If they use their power, they can be, uh, you know, found out. Think about Mage and World of Darkness. You have to be careful on how much you reveal about yourself because then you'll be crushed by, you know, the local government. So that's sort of where we're playing. Witches are always at war. The other thing that's important to know about witches is that they are always in danger. That doesn't mean they're subjugated, quite to the contrary, but it does mean there's threats from all over the place, from inside the coven, outside the coven, against other covens, from the Seven Sisters, maybe don't like the kind of magic that they're practicing, the local cops think that these creepy people in that cul-de-sac down the end of the street need some reckoning with, they're always in danger. They're They're in danger of being revealed, they're in danger of losing their power, they're in danger of being sucked into the veil. Life isn't fun. They also have to go and go to their job pay the bills, find income for the coven. Can you stop just describing my life because you made it a game? (laughs) Alright. You're getting attacked. (laughs) (laughs) You have to pay off your student loans. Oh, sorry, I'll stop. (laughs) So anyway, those are the main themes of the games. Those don't change. (laughs) Beyond that, uh, now we're going to decide at the table other themes we want to deal with. I'll give you an example. When we played this before, it turned into sort of a Harry Dresden thing, where these these witches are really just trying to figure out crimes that are problems that are happening in their neighborhood and uh, trying to keep the neighborhood safe from werewolves or whatever else might be coming in. Um, but it could, if you think about like American Horror Story, you know that's a whole different thing. Now we have like a, a change in power in the ranks of the coven, you know, threats outside. So uh, that's where we're going to start. I'm going to give you these. And if you have pencils, use them. We have. There's a whole jar here for anybody that needs one. <laughs> so um, on these cards, I want you to write down three ideas, uh, things that you would like to play in this game. They oh, can be. Are we getting sets of three? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just ha- I'm just throwing them. Oh, okay. We're going to use a lot of these, so just keep some around. This is not exactly an eco-friendly game. Yet. Mm. So <laughs> I should get those dry erase. So what we want to see. Yeah. So uh, it could be something like, I want a car chase. Chris, make sure there's a car chase in this game. It could be, I want politics. I want uh, evil, evil, horrible, just terrifying magic. I want, you know, 
things like that. It could be very broad. You know, I just want I just want a, a, a horror genre, or it could be very specific. I want to make sure that there are family tensions between sisters in the coven. Just three things. Now, we're going to do as a group. We're going to read them off and decide what of those things we actually want to include as major themes. Because those these are my marching orders to make sure you get this experience today. And we'll worry uh, shortly about what things we don't want in the game. The exciting pencil yes. writing part of mm. the game. Yes. And for the next three hours, we will be doing this. Ooh, <laughs> pencil writing ASMR. Instead oh, of D&D. <laughs> writing the novel, the role-playing game. Drawings, <laughs> drawings and diagrams, the role-playing game. NaNoWriMo. Yeah, right. <laughs> I get pluses in November. <laughs> I see. I'm going to stick here with two. Um, well, if you have ideas, start spitballing. Uh, so my first one right off the top was a Fey incursion. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that kind of goes along with the, the only one I've come up with so far, which is a new power emerging. I wrote down monsters, please, so that also works. <laughs> <laughs> the next, like one, next one I have is Rival Coven. Uh-huh. I put tension between covens. Okay. I like the idea of graceful spaces disrupted. Mm. That's a... That's a f- Elevating it. Yes. Yeah, I like, like, it's like, <laughs> I wrote monsters, fancy. please, and you're just like, ugh, <laughs> art. So eloquent. Uh, do a little bit of, uh, like... Threats to our power, like uh, threats mm. to our coven security. Mm-hmm. Horror, anyone? anyone? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. all of all it. the time, yeah. forever. I keep um, more I, tentacles. I keep, <laughs> I keep thinking about the the scene in Doctor Strange where time stops or goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it keeps going into my head. And I keep thinking, no, 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 that's just. But I don't know. Maybe a time stop moment or a a fluid time. Mm. That doesn't have to happen. It can be complicated, but maybe, maybe, and I'll jump it back and forth in time. So I'm hearing the major themes are we need monsters and or fey. Mm. Right. You could have fey monsters. Yeah, fey monsters. Work. Even the nice fey are monsters. Mm-hmm. If you do There's right. nothing <laughs> more dangerous than just a straight neutral or a chaotic neutral fey. Yeah, because um. they're so unpredictable. I've heard that we want horror. And we want the um, the coven's power challenged. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Uh, I like the idea of some clash with mortal witches that are like practicing and actually don't know the reality of the situation. The posers. Yes. The dabblers. Those basic witch- witches. Hashtag. <laughs> the kitchen witches. The Karens. Basic witch. Karen. The Karens. An incursion of Karens. <laughs> That is horror. I think that's why you call a group of Karens is an encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a complaint. It's a complaint. It's a complaint. It's a complaint. Karens. Karens. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, my God. Someone get out an exultation of larks for adding it. <laughs> to all the editors. All right. So, <laughs> Rival Coven. Some of these can be combined. Okay, I kind of give an idea, get an idea, of sort of the game we're looking for, and I put all the other ideas on here to bring in as opportune. Usually, we're going to come up with three that sort of everybody agrees on. Uh, so we have a pretty good list. Okay, what this game is not, 
And this will give us a chance to put out anything that we don't want in the game. This we can do privately. So this is sort of a lines and veils exercise, if you know what that is, which is that uh, I, I do not want this in my game. This is a line. Um, and the veils are, you can have it, but I don't want to spend any time on it. And and so these are, and if you don't have very many boundaries, don't worry about it because we're gonna we have X cards on the table, or we should, we will. Uh, there's we X do. cards. Uh, so we can always here. X and then add it to the list. Uh, but this is we don't have to openly talk about this either. Go ahead and just write down on your cards things that you don't want, and I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll read them off when we're all ready. What we should openly talk about is how awesome Rob is for contributing. <gasps> Thank you, Rob. Hey, thanks, Rob. Rob, 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 Rob. This is uh. Is that no sketchers, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> is that Hosier Rob? <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Dedicated to the whole Happy Jacks crew using powers for good as opposed to every other stream we do. <laughs> Even <laughs> so. <laughs> we haven't yeah. actually started yet, Rob. That's got to be Hosier Rob. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. It is. <laughs> I would change that to especially Stork. Uh, um, you know what? Just to say thank you, I'm going to order a box of sketchers. I have sent to your house, Rob. <laughs> what shoe size are you? <laughs> what if it's not him? And you just said it to. Oh, then you just started that. Okay, anyway. <laughs> then we just started more shoe. <laughs> <in. laughs> Hosier Rob will like, is, is right now getting up out of bed and running. He's like, no, don't do it! <laughs> Save some guy! Don't do it! Uh, non returnable, pay on receipt. Okay, what well, this game awesome. is not. Uh, first of all, this isn't um, about, you know. Uh, subjugating women through witchcraft. We're not going to deal with any of those issues. So we're not going to have any any of that. I'm not going to have, uh, you know, guys in pilgrim hats burning witches at the stake. Uh, this game is not uh, a, a way to rag on religion either. Actually, in the game, a lot of the witches practice religion as well. And some of them even marry religion with their, with their craft. So religion isn't the problem. Now, the, the, the bad people in religion, using religion might be, but religion itself isn't. Um, the other thing that we're not going to do is, um, wait, well, those are the things. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to objectify women as, caric as caricatures. These aren't, you know, we're going to do it with real people. Um, this doesn't mean that you can't play, I mean, like I said before, the, uh, gender is not an issue for which, so that means you can be gender fluid, you can be a woman, you can be a man, none of that matters. Um, the female powers that are being drawn on are cosmological powers, metaphorically, brought to the world through the triple goddess maiden mother crone the male masculine powers are a metaphorical power that are brought through through the metaphor of the father god now some people might worship them as is some of them might not now you're you, we've already gone through the process of choosing your craft and you'll find that all the crafts are sort of tied to a mythological person usually a woman that's not always the case. The seven sisters say that you, you can practice these seven crafts, but then, of course, all witches are like, no, I'm going to practice whatever I want. I mean, you can have a Stevie Nicks craft if you want, or you can, like, you know, it could be like Gordon Ramsay craft, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, but, but these are the ones that are, are expected and that are protected and that have an actual uh, system to them. So, all right. Uh, anything else that we don't want in the game, go ahead and just write down, and then I'll collect them, and, and we'll we'll put that in. If you don't care so much, then don't worry about it. I mean, I don't want saying out loud the like sexual violence and uh, like you know kitty violence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are always my lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty open. It's funny though when something does offend me, I, I will then know, but I, I won't know until I stumble into it. But <laughs> I. Those two for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
You know it when you see it. Yeah. <laughs> like that. You know what? There's a line there. I, I just noticed it. Mm-hmm. And there's um, there's uh, tone lines that you might have. Uh, like this card says goofy. We don't want it to be a goofy game. Can play that game that way, but not this game. Any others? Are we good? Cool. Well, let's not linger. Um, as I said, there are different types of covens. Covens can be covens that are entirely devoted to helping other people. Some of them are entirely devoted to training more witches, like I guess the Hogwarts coven. I don't know. Some of them might be uh, about, oh, we only practice this particular craft. We are a coven of hags, as an example. Um, your coven is the storm. The storm coven, which I have some notes here for you, is a coven that thinks we're being a little too docile about the whole Father God thing. They aren't exactly liked by other covens because they're constantly making noise. They're constantly practicing magic in the open. They're constantly waging war, and they're constantly causing problems for many of the other covens. The Seven Sisters, in fact, don't like them at all. Now, because they don't actually have any authority, they can't exactly make these covens illegal, but they're certainly not expected uh, to, to, uh, to help them out if anything goes wrong. So the, the storm, uh, think of them as like the organized crime of witches, practicing in the open, making some real change. And benefiting on occasion? Well, yeah. <laughs> this is an awfully nice storefront you got here. It'd be a shame <laughs> if someone were to curse it. <laughs> I'm just thinking more like it's the IRA of Covens. Right. Know? It can go that way, too, for sure. In fact, that's sort of at this point, you know, what, what it, let's, let's talk about the Coven. We talk about the Coven before we talk about the characters, because you guys are bound by the Coven. Um, so the Storm says that uh, your coven has a sworn oath. Every coven does. This is what makes your coven your coven. So what is your sworn oath? What do you have to say in order to become a part of this coven? Some examples here. Uh, dismantle the status quo by any means necessary. So that's like an IRA kind of approach. But it could be just bring justice to the world. That doesn't have any justice right now. And that's a little different. could be... Uh, Witchcraft is no longer going to be under the under the ground. This is going to be a mandate. Everybody has to expect who we are and 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 respect who we are. Uh, you know, if you watch True Blood, that would be like the vampires that are saying, "No, we own humanity. So why are we even playing politics?" Right? Uh, or it could be something that's not on this list. Something that's uh, maybe it's uh, because you need to find uh, money and you have to use magic for that, and sometimes that means breaking the law. Or it could be that you're just sick of shit. <laughs> Six of shit. That's that sounds like a good oath, like for all the times. <laughs> <laughs> so we all have to agree on one oath. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if it's not on this list, and it's something, uh, what is it that you have to agree to to be a part of this coven? This is going to be important in the game because what if you go against that, and now your coven's turning against you because you're not following? You know, we agreed to this. We said that this is what our mandate is, and now you're going against it, and that creates interpersonal conflict. I like how messy words like justice can be. Mm-hmm. Um. I also like the idea of using force to enact change. I those really like those that two are kind of the same to me. Yeah, I like uh, to use force that enacts change um, a lot. Yeah, let's go with that one. Mm-hmm. Make change through force. Okay. So, yeah, 1792 France. 
or kicking the Ni- dough. Nineteen seventies Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All I heard was witches don't hit me no more. <laughs> I've been listening to the Revolutions podcast, so I'm all fired up. Okay. Yeah. Viva la France. Okay. Viva. Here we go. We also need to decide what your hearth is. Now this is fun. <laughs> Where does your coven operate? What is your home? Now it doesn't mean you have to live there. If it's a, a really good hearth and the coven can pay the bills on its own by, I don't know, selling things or having a business of their own, uh, then that's one thing. Or maybe it's just a meeting place and you all live in an apartment somewhere. Or maybe it's uh, a, a secret bunker and you're all holed up in there. Uh, and there's some suggestions here on this list. But what do you think? What would be a cool place for your coven to be? And if it helps, let's also talk about where where are we? Are we in L.A.? Are we in Minneapolis? Are we... Okay, Florida, and, and no, time no. time frame too. It's modern days. Yeah, we can we can change that too. If you want to make it 1947 New York, we can do that. I had it in my head modern, but it doesn't have to be. I'm good with modern. Yeah, yeah modern's fine. Okay. Um, I think it would be interesting if we had some sort of like storefront that we operate and we all meet at. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what form that should take. Do we like generic? American city, since we're American witches, or do we want the the uh, locales that we find specifically someplace? I mean, I'm okay with it being generic. I need to stick with what I know. If we start wandering too far afield, I'm gonna, I might. Well, could we do like a mid-sized college town? Okay, sure. Like if y'all like generic, but that gives you some specificity mm-hmm. to work okay. off of. Yeah, don't don't put me in. You know, yeah, rural I'm, Nebraska. I'm just asking: <laughs> should we be generic, or should we be in LA, or should we be in uh, Pasadena? I hear that's an exotic place. Ooh, um, it has parents. Is anybody in chat telling us what to do? <laughs> no, um. they're making busy making air horn sounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Wherever we are, we should say so thank good. you to Michael for donating. Yay. Thanks, Michael. He donated in the last game, too. Thank you so much, Michael. Honestly, for funsies, Pasadena would be interesting. Let's do it. All right. The little witches from Pasadena? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Isn't that a Beach Boy song? (laughs) Uh, So, anyway, we're still working on our hearth. Um, Yeah, but but, uh, to give a context. Maybe like an antique shop? Ooh, that's perfect. Love that. Love that. Especially for whatever my weird... Mental image of Pasadena is. That's so perfect. I, I was actually thinking like Which a convenience store, but I didn't want to. Well, then we can, um, since we have sort of a, a, a criminal element to us, we can be selling other things under the table through the antique store. Well, yep. how, where do you find antiques? to acquire them somehow. <laughs> and, and are you pro antique, or I'm not voting for this, but it could be interesting. What do you think about a pawn shop? Because now we're transacting in the cash. Well, it's kind, of, it's kind of what an antique store is, right? You're, the people come in with their with their stuff that you know grandma had, and they, they and you yeah. buy them. You know, it's like an antique store being a pawn shop with more history. Yeah, and occasionally we're yeah. uh, we have the eye out for uh, for magical items. That yeah, I feel like an antique store is a good thing, but you know, can they kind of run the back yeah. end like a pawn shop a little bit? Yeah. I, they, they really are a pawn shop, antique stores. It's like, oh, you know, that thing's not worth a thing. We'll just, uh, I'll buy it to you for five bucks and then turn around and sell it for 500. <laughs> All right. So an antique shop. Great. We'll go with it. Uh, I like, I, I had in my head when you said that, like the antique shop storefront, the pawn shop storefront, that they all go into the same building, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a yeah, curtain they in between. Share the same, they share the same <laughs> There's a door on one end of the block and the door on the other You're like, hey, wait a minute. Not selling in the antiques. Put it next door. <laughs> Just go up the stairs. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, so we have an antique shop in Pasadena. Um, 
One of the things that we need to decide is how big is your coven? Is this uh, is it just you? Yeah. That's yeah, I, I could see it being just a small group still. Yeah. Other witches don't make it. <laughs> They're not. They don't have enough conviction. That's right. <laughs> now, a lot of this is typically organic, but since this is a one shot, um, I am putting some novelist mandates in here. One of them is that you do have a boss. Okay. This is the uh, Mother Superior Antoinette. Uh, she is a very skilled, very respected business person, uh, both in the broader witch world and also in the mundane world. Uh, so she's she's sort of your Don, if you will. Um, but yeah, the crew, you guys, that's it. And so, we have... So Antoinette is a living person that mm-hmm. like hangs out at this pawn shop and she sort of tells us what to do? She's the superior of An- the coven. Antique shop. Don't correct me. <laughs> <laughs> she she is the uh, <laughs> she is the directory of the republic. Okay. No, she is uh, no, she's the she's the superior. Okay. So she has she has the power and the influence of the coven. And uh, yeah, it is very much you do what her what she says, but she's good at it. So she doesn't um, send you off to do something that you're not supposed to be doing. Okay. Um, and she does listen to rebuttals, but no, she's the boss. She is the boss. She's connected to the other covens. Right. Yeah. So she's a benevolent dictator yes. for us. Yes. Uh-huh. Not so benevolent necessarily for anyone else. Right. Yeah. Does she get us out of trouble? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she's um, she she has some contacts in the court system. She works with uh, Coven of Whispers, which is a coven that's actually integrated in the mundane world, and so she gets a lot done through that coven. Uh, she she's kind of like an unassuming sort of older dark skinned lady, like the kind that gets you cookies and sits on the porch. That's her persona. But you know, those of you that know her, she doesn't really live up to that brand. Uh, so okay, so that's your coven. Um, this might be a good time to start talking about what are you thinking in terms of your characters. You have picked a craft. A craft is the specific magical tradition that your witch follows. That is, uh, I, I, I think you all chose regular ones, because there is a craft called the Broken Circle, which is you're not practicing any of the seven sanctioned crafts, you're just practicing whatever you want, and that's a whole different thing. Uh, but the ones that are not Broken Circle are, uh, are, are here, and I think we have some decisions already. We do. I wanted to ask real mm-hmm. quick before we move on to that, I'm sorry, I keep, I have questions. Please. Um, it, on our covens page, it says connections and resources. Oh yeah. Are we not doing that one for? Well, I kind of inserted one, but we can okay, have so we can have one so from mother, that list. Like yeah. Antoinette is our connection. Uh, yeah, right. Cool. But if you want another one that looks good on there, you're welcome to have it. The, what, what she's referring to is the connection and resources section. Is every coven has something special that they can draw from whenever they need it. Um, and the storm can have an active organization working under their control, which is useful. If you want to throw some, you know, Molotov cocktails in somebody, uh, you have a stash of weapons. A quiet approval of the Seven Sisters. Remember, the Seven Sisters don't like storm because it's always causing problems. But what if you're one of these covens that they're like, okay, we'll let them go because they do good work for us. They're disposable. Yeah. Uh, or maybe a hideout that can't be so it, it, things like that. So you you know knowing that you're sort of being maybe. public when you shouldn't be, 
Where would what, what would be your resource? Maybe we're their activist organization. <laughs> we're like the Mission Impossible team. They will they will they need us, but but they will deny our all, our uh, all knowledge of you. all knowledge of our. But every now and again, it's like you guys guys come need, on. need to go do this thing that we can't we can't endorse. <laughs> yeah. Can we not level the entire Capitol building? Please. Or we need the Capitol building level, but we can't endorse it. So mm-hmm. you guys have to go do right. it. Right. Um, I think also, uh, just as an alternative to that, um, we could be providing financial backing to the Seven Sisters through our business. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. so then they, they're the evil they need. Yeah, I like it. Money talks. Yeah. Yeah, and so they don't really talk about it, but we are we are funding them. I also like the idea. That occasional magical items wander through our antique shop. They were always on the lookout mm-hmm. for people handing in what looked like useless family heirlooms, but turn out to be <laughs> turn out to be uh, uh, something more. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, you've mentioned that a couple times. I'll make sure that that happens. That sounds interesting. All right. Uh, so we have a coven. We have a reason for being. Who are you all? And what is your role in the coven? So we need to figure out. Now, the uh, the sheets do have things you can fill out, but we can also make it much more organic, because I don't want the uh, listeners to have to wait for us to fill out our sheets. Do um, have, do so, dumb questions. Um, I see all this stuff, and I'm like, what does it all mean? Oh, yeah, well. Um, so, uh, I, I see curses, divination, and blessing. Is that what I do? Um, yeah, I'll walk you through the sheet real quick. Okay. So, um, on the sheet, you have uh, you, uh, a little bit about what your craft is, your holy day and your day of atonement. Those are mechanical reasons. Like We're not going to get into that because it's just a one-shot. But if it happens to be your holy day, that means you get an extra die in advantage. If it's your atonement day, you don't. Uh, your coven has those two. This particular coven is Samhain. But uh, because it's a one-shot, we're taking place. the, the game is going to take place on the Lunar New Year, since it's the Lunar New Year coming up. Um, it brings up a couple of interesting points about that. First of all, uh, it's not your holy day. Secondly, um, it's actually a new moon, <laughs> so that means everybody's magic is at woe. So you're only using uh, the, the lowest number of a, a disadvantage, basically. Um, so not to get too much into minutiae, because we start playing, I'll start pointing some things out, but I'll just walk you through what this stuff is. Um, the maiden magic, these, this is... Okay, so you can practice magic in maiden mother or crone you as a character will be either one of the one of these three aspects at any given time you'll start the game choosing your aspect so i'm going to start off as as mother that means then you can practice mother magic and that also means you get a bonus on uh on any wisdom rolls you make so, uh, but if you if you go a wrong direction on your behavior you might change your your aspect just naturally through what you do and then if so like if you really want to practice crone because there's somebody you need to melt i think there's a lilith magic spell that actually you bleed out of every orifice yeah um if you want really need to do that uh you will (laughs) you will need to uh you will need to spend currency called charm in order to change your aspect and do that or start doing more crone like things and advance yourself to crone so uh, that's that's what these are. So you have really uh, three different types of magic for every aspect. Um, Tara is a little different. Yeah. 
the Tara changes, mm -hmm. if you know about the mythology of Tara, she will change based upon what needs to happen. So if you want to be crone and you're maiden, you actually have magic that says, okay, I'm a crone now. That's what I was reading yeah. for saying that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this doesn't seem right, but okay. Yeah. So so she's mercurial and can change to fitting whatever the situation whatever is. Whatever you need to do. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, this is the basic structure of the game. You do have basic moves uh, as well. On the back, you'll see your moves. These are narrative-driven moves. So if you're punching a guy in the face, I'm going to ask you why, and that'll determine which die you roll. Okay. We all have the same moves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these are all just basic moves. Okay. So uh, that's the character sheet. Uh, now let's go ahead and go around the table. What what crafts did you pick? And do you have an idea of who your character is yet, or do we need to help you flesh that out some more? <laughs> Do you want to go first? Sure. I picked the craft of Hecate, and I have no no ideas at the moment okay. as to who I am. So That's if people, fine. hey, if chat wants to, <laughs> to chime in here, or you know, if somebody wants to donate to make me do things, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> now is your time. Puppet my body. <laughs> oh wait, no. That went too far. <laughs> that went the wrong direction. Oh my. The Hecate craft uh, is about ancient traditions of death magic. So um, this is an, uh, a Greek path. Um, your, your kind, the kind of magic that you, ca you, you practice are about like what happens when you die. You can also condemn people. <laughs> There's some really cool stuff you can do. Um, and I think in general the uh, the idea of the uh, the, your role in the coven would be sort of like um, uh, almost a counselor in a way because you're kind of you have all three aspects pretty much at your disposal like Tara does but you are um, you're, you're, you really can go dark or you can not so you're kind of like uh, I'm thinking of the Greek myth or in, uh, uh, Egyptian mythology where you have Anubis kind of like kills you if you do the wrong thing but can actually guide you to the right afterlife mm -hmm. you're sort of like that role in mythology so, I don't know if that helps or made it worse. Chat suggested that you're the rare book dealer. I like it. I'll take it. Good. Uh, my name is Ellen Louise. Uh, I'm the craft of the spider grandmother. Oh, that's a good one. And uh, They're I, all good ones. I spend most of my time in Crone, hanging out in a rocking chair, just <laughs> greeting whoever comes in. By the way, uh, your form can change based on your aspect. My. Your physical, the way you right. look. But it doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be like you're an old lady or an old man. Yeah. Um, it can be just you look a little more severe than normal. You know, there, yeah. there's a uh, benefit. There are privileges to being an old person and getting away with it, whatever you want. I think the superior Antoinette kind of plays that card a lot. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I, I will want you to put your name and pronouns of the character on a card. If you can make a tent. And I have I have markers because of my bad 42-year-old vision. Do you have a thing, Stork, or for um, your character? Yeah. You want me to go while, while we're doing that? Um, I picked the Craft of Terra. Mm -hmm. Craft of Terra uh, is... I'll read it right here. The Craft of Terra is about reaching balance through force, by mercy or by severity. The Terra which changes aspects to adapt to any situation. Uh, and I decided to name her Aoife McGowan. It's she, her. 
And she was brought over from Ireland by Antoinette because of her affinity to... She has a natural affinity towards both severity and mercy. Which is crazy. <laughs> from Ireland. From the old world. Yes, I'll be, I'll be trying that Irish accent. <laughs> it's, it's tradition here in our, <laughs> in our uh, Happy Jacks. That we, somebody does a bad Irish accent most of the game. <laughs> yeah, in my game, my, uh, one of my games here was Adam and for our Downton Abbey game. And Ella, um, Ella Louise. So I have uh, Jaina, who is the craft of Lilith. Uh, the craft of Lilith is about primal destiny of the mother goddess. Their magic is not for the faint of heart, and their close relationship with vampires is not appreciated by other witches. Um, I think that she... Um, one of her big functions within the shop is assessing the worth and value of things because she has vampire connections that were there when a lot of these items were made. So she actually has some vampires she goes to and like uses as a resource to help assess um, the, uh, how much, what the value is of these various things. Awesome. Um, you can make vampires too. I know. Also in the game. <laughs> That's what I meant, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that the game so far is very accurate. Uh, You're just I'm, now meeting Mac, aren't you? Oh, uh, we've never played a game. Well, no, we played Decima together. Yeah, that's been it so far. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have these little dice that you can use to track your aspect. Um, Thank you. And how, how would that work? So there's a little chart on the back of your character sheet that. Oh right, I see. So you just put the dice in. Yeah, you can just move it around. So like, you start off at mother, and you might move down here to different aspects, kind of like a. I'm actually going to be doing that on the front of my character sheet, so I'll just draw little boxes on my own here. Are you sure you want work? Yeah, Uh, you may have to burn the entire set. Oh, Mm -hmm. you just move them. No, No. stork is cursed. Oh, 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 that's fine. That's all right. Oh, all right. I'll, 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 you know what? I'll call it. I'll, I'll write it stork on here, and then I'll hold on to it when <laughs> somebody needs to borrow them for fireball. Perfect. See, as a customer of Dice Envy, I have no shortage of dice. <laughs> dice Envy. <laughs> That's why you want to win that monthly subscription box, people. <laughs> because when Stork touches your dice. And speaking of people, Michael is in it for a penny, in it for a pound. He is just giving and giving and giving. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Woo! Michael. Thank awesome. You. Thank you, Michael. Awesome. Oh, I picked a name. It is Rish and Daven. Okay. Oh, where did my... And what's what's your what's your craft? Uh, Hecate. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming since we're all on the cover, we kind of know each other's power sets. Yes. So. Yes. And 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 this next and really kind of final step is sort of determining what your relationships are. Um, there's a formal process for this, but we can make it informal. As like, first of all, are, are there anybody, you know, is anybody related? We, you, we know you're from Ireland, so you're probably not related to anybody, but is there anyone here? Sisters, siblings, parents? Um, is there anybody that's a mentor? Is there, you know, close childhood friends? Those are the kinds of things that we can find within the coven. And really what, I, what we need to get to is why did you end up in this coven? And we sort of know your answer. You were plucked. Recruited. Yeah. 
we need this person. Uh, and so you probably, you might feel like you're an outsider, but maybe you make connections. What are you thinking? Hmm. You want to be my half-sibling? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also in the game. <laughs> wow. Art imitates life. Yeah. I used to think of this game, Mac, the role-playing game. <laughs> I think I'm somehow related to Antoinette. I don't know if she's a oh. a blood relative, or if she um, has always been a informal aunt in my life, or maybe she's a sister. Um, but I'm younger mm-hmm. and considerably more brash. Okay. Uh, yeah, that totally works, especially for what I had in mind. Um, are you thinking um, daughter or younger sister? Sister. Okay. It's more sibling. Would it be possible that you are sort of in line for the coven if she goes? Um, that should not be practical, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, and so you, uh, how did the two of you then end up in the coven? I assume you came in together. Yeah, maybe, um, let me know if this is too sad, maybe we were actually both orphans and had been adopted by the same parents, and we're adults now, and they passed on, and we you know, kind of found our way to this antique shop because there was, a, you know, a, a, we have an interest in, you know, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Okay. But like, you know, as I got more interested in dealing with rare books, we found the antique shop and we were already practicing together and became part of the coven after that. Yeah, so maybe you were like minimum wage employees that were there enough, or you were just local community members that came in a lot, or you're just witches that knew about the coven? I mean, there could be a number of things. It could have been we walked into the shop one day, and Antoinette was like, oh, the, these two, they've got something going for them. They've got power, and, uh, you know, I should uh, talk I to them about it and, like, welcome them in. It's like, I can use this. Baby, you look you look thirsty. Why don't you take a load off and have a cup of tea? <laughs> we should talk. Can I make a suggestion for your bookstore? Because I've always wanted to use it, and it really works well with witches. So it's a it's a pun from Wicked. No good read goes unpublished. Oof. Sorry, anyone? I'm going to mute Stork. Okay, <laughs> I, I already am. There we go. That's <laughs> I'm unmuted now. <laughs> No good read goes unpublished. No good deed goes unpunished. Know, okay, all right. Sorry. I'll, just, I'll yeah. sit over here and shut up. <laughs> uh, are you generally okay with Antoinette's choices as she brought the small coven together? Um, I'm generally not impressed. But um, Were you of the I, I, opinion that we needed a coven at all? Why are you doing this? Um, the idea of a coven kind of can get me out of trouble. Mm-hmm. So... And you're self-aware enough to know that that's true. Absolutely. All right. Um, And so I I kind of put a murky idea on how old she was, but you two have probably been around for a while Mm -hmm. doing this. At least a couple generations. Oh, a couple generations. Okay. I was about to say a couple decades. A couple generations works even better. Okay. All right, cool. So the relatively new group of people then. Now, how old are you two? Mm, Maybe like early 20s? Yeah, I was thinking mid-20s, so yeah. Yeah, perfect. All right. And I was going to say early 30s. Let's say 32. All right, so it is sort of a young coven. This is probably like batch two after another batch went wrong. 
I saw that batch go. And, and maybe we don't talk about it, but you know, <laughs> Gremlins too. The new we'll, batch. We'll uh, we'll do better this time. Maybe there won't be any bridge bombings. You know, we'll come up with other tactics. Okay, so sort of a young coven, probably relatively haven't you probably haven't been around each other relatively long. So how long ago were you brought in? Oh, let's say about five years. Okay. Were you two brought in at the same time, or before or after her? I think we were brought in at the same time. All right. So the three of you actually might be well, kind of close. Uh, is, there, is there something that uh, the two of them have done to piss you off? Um, well, everything kind of pisses me off. Okay. Because nothing, you know, everybody's one way or the other, and everything needs to be balanced. It's, uh, isn't that my thing? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. We have to force it into balance. Uh, yeah, I sometimes have to force it into balance. So, yeah. you know, I'm kind of always on the verge of, like, you guys are... It's not one or the other. It's, But anyway, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's sort of cranky. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Again, art and life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I may have to modify that. They don't seem to play cranky characters a lot. <laughs> it's okay. You can do that. We were talking about this earlier. Can Brand you, is fine. Can you write your names and pronouns on the back, too? Oh. Well, I don't care about you, too. I, get, oh, I just can't read them. Um, may I? S- yes, please. So... Are you okay with your half-sister getting into Lilith? Lilith is very bloody. Kind of a winner-take-all sort of craft. Honestly, it sounds quite like it works together to me. Mm-hmm. Like dovetails. Yeah. Bloody, death, death. souls moving on. Perfect marriage, actually. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so I don't see any conflict there. <laughs> What about Ella? Is it all right that you have a Lilith among uh, in your midst? Somebody that apparently talks to vampires and can make them? I mean, we all have our friends, and there, there are times, and you need to... Know, it's good to know who you know. All right. Sounds like a pretty tight group, then. Cool. Well, it is... Um, uh, before we actually, before we get started, you have to choose your stats. That's one thing I almost forgot. You have three stats. They are mercy, wisdom, and severity. Now, um, there is a stat array which I don't have in front of me, so uh, you can choose to put. The whole thing can only total two, so you could do like a one one and zero, or you could do a two zero zero, or you could do like a negative two one and one. You, you can do however the math you want. But take a look at kind of like if you're um, Lilith, you might want to favor severity a bit. Yeah, uh, way ahead of you. <laughs> so um, the other thing is you can't have more than two in any one stat because uh, sometimes uh, you might have a plus one because of your aspect. These are going to be uh, bonuses to your to your two to six die rolls, just like powered by the apocalypse. That's one thing these sheets need is the stat array. So, sorry about that. But we can do math, right? On a Saturday afternoon? Well, it's really just two. I mean, that's not much math. I mean, honestly, if it was much more math than this, the answer would be no. All right. Cool. So, it is the Lunar New Year. And while this particular coven 
assigned Samhain as its holy day, the Lunar New Year is all is is a big deal, especially for neighboring covens. Um, what is it, uh, Ella, that this coven does to celebrate the Lunar New Year? Hmm. Um. I think we just have a bit of a bacchanalia. Um, there's uh, lots of strong drink. There are lots of uh, um, hallucinogenic herbs, and uh, uh, we 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 also have a lot of uh, people who don't normally hang out at the store come by. Okay. Um, there's a, a strong, handsome young boy that I've known for a while, um, who. Uh, he he's a uh, he's a bit lupine, and uh, you know it's a good time for old friends to come around. <laughs> All right, um, so Raish and Jaina, the Lunar New Year is also when the Mother Superior takes meetings with some of her more powerful contacts, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also a time when people ask favors of her because she tends to be, since it's the new year, maybe we can make an accord kind of thinking. Um, what do you do? <laughs> Not that day. Following my show. Although the parallels are quite striking. What is it that you do in order to coordinate this group of people that come in to see her? What is your role? The gatekeepers. Yeah. And I think, uh, for good measure, maybe I bring in one of my vampire friends. Oh, and who is he? Uh, actually, she. she. Um, her name is uh, Angelica. Okay. So we haven't talked about vampires yet in this game. Fixing that for you right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> can they come out at night or in the day? Or is this, are they... Are they like um, true blood? Are they sparkly? Catch on fire? They are definitely not sparkly. I believe <laughs> one of your lines was goofy. <laughs> so we're not going with that. Um, actually, I kind of want to go like the Buffy route where if you have certain magical items that are imbued with something, you are able to come out in mm. the daytime. Mm-hmm. Um, they're rare, but um, they do exist, and Angelica is one of like my oldest vampire friends, and I managed to score one for her that came through the shop. So she kind of owes me. Well, when was she turned? Um, she was turned about just like a few years ago. Oh, really? Okay. She was one of uh, my best friends, mm-hmm. and um, was no. diagnosed with something terminal. And kind of made an oops vampire to save her. <laughs> Got it. So it's not, an not only baby. a friend, but it's not an oopsie baby. It's an oopsie vampire. <laughs> and kind of maybe made a little bit of a vampire out of my friend because she wasn't ready to go yet. She was still so young. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you just say oopsie baby? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's. How come I've gone my entire life and never heard that phrase before? You're, you're, you're a today's year old. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two kids. But do you have a oopsie baby? <laughs> two kids. 
oops vampire <laughs> oops all vampires more than a friend really I mean this is sort of somebody that's really tied to you they were live yeah. streaming yeah. I don't want to ask you about the combination okay. of how that happened so Angelica's there uh, to help with with this um, and Effie uh, why does the Mother Superior usually want you in the room with her when she's taking these interviews? Uh, I'm going to say that I am sort of the overseas shopper. So I've got connections in Ireland and Europe, and we bring antiques in from there. And so I'm sort of I, I'm the buyer, perhaps, ah. or um, appraiser for for some of the things that... Uh, that come from overseas. Is that what you're asking, or is it talking about well, the Bacchanal? Yeah. Well, why? Why was? Why does she want you in the room with her? But that does answer the question because you're there to make sure things are on the up and up. Yeah. Because she's making deals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you also have a short fuse, right? Yeah. And that probably comes in handy. It comes sometimes. in handy. Yeah. You see, there's a short <laughs> fuse, but really, it's just it's a it's a low level of bullshit. It's just, yeah. There's just like yeah, it's. You don't suffer fools. Don't not suffer fools. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great definition of this craft. <laughs> they do not suffer fools. Um, where are my rules? While so you look for your rules. I just want to say thanks for giving, Chris. You're I did. The best. Oh, another Chris. Another Hi, Chris. Chris. <laughs> From one Chris to another. There are so many Chrises in my life. I know. It's, it's amazing. The funny thing is, it's my middle name too. So I choose it. <laughs> Uh, Oops, all Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> Not all Chris's. And somebody named Kimmy also gave. Kimmy, Aww. I know her. Do we know a Kimmy? She causes well, some she trouble around here. Hat and glasses on behalf of all the great people at Happy Jacks and their work providing countless hours of entertainment. Oh, thanks, Kimmy. Aww. We love you. Kimmy. Um, I think this is also a good time to say. Like, obviously, we love it when people donate. It's a great cause. But you aren't always able to. But what you can do that would be so, so appreciated as well is spread the word about um, what we're doing right now. And also, donations will be open for almost a whole month now after this. So if, you know, blast it on your socials, whatever you want. Like, tell your friends about... uh, about uh, Rainbow Railroad, and I keep trying to say Reading Rainbow. It's like just I've so run into that. In yeah, I've run into that myself <laughs> in my soul. But um, but it's such such a good cause. So like, even if you can't donate, like if you could tell people about it, that would be really really helpful too. Like we desperately want to be able to meet this ten thousand dollar goal. Um, I learned this morning that that's about what it costs to get one person to safety. Yeah. So it is a really, really difficult task and a really like expensive one to help these people. So like, we want to, we want to so badly, and we need your help to do that. Yep, and this is a legitimate thing. None of this is going in our pocket. It's going all to the charity. So mm-hmm. help out. Last year we broke the goal. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. try to break it this year. Yeah, I think we can. All right, cool. I found I found my notes. Excellent. <laughs> um, <coughs> So, who wrote this game? It's like so disorganized. <laughs> I know him. Don't talk bad about him. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a uh, what's called a montage scene. And this is a scene in which you have complete and total narrative control. 
That means you are literally the facilitator of the game at this point. The only thing you can't control are other character players, but you can introduce NPCs, like you've already done. Mm -hmm. You can uh, make decisions about the setting. You can do whatever you want if you are running the game. But it's centered around your character, and so if you can uh, picture this as a TV show opening up, what what is Roche doing, and and then just kind of bring the world to life however you want, and when you're done, pass it on, and we'll just do a montage of all the characters, so we can get to know who you are, what you're about, and kind of plant your seat, you know, your 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 feet on the ground for the game. Okay, uh, I think Roche is uh, oh Roche, sorry, it's okay. My handwriting is probably not great. I know now that that's an A. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should use the fancy A's, like practice. It's a nice A. <laughs> I mean, I can see it now. It's just my classes aren't on. Um, but uh, I think Rage is talking to... I'm going to call him um, Philip. Because I can. I... And Philip comes by a lot. He really wants to get in good with the Mother Superior, but he is one of those people who makes really big promises and does not deliver. He's trying to work all sides. Is, is Philip a witch, or is Philip immortal? That um, I think Philip might be a low-level member of, like, Pasadena city government. Okay. Mm. But perfectly aware that this is an operating coven in Pasadena. Or no. What do y'all think? Uh, maybe not. Maybe it's just, you know, a business. Mm -hmm. You know, but one that is, um, we may even be in a historical building. I think he knows that we have somebody's favor who gets things done. Mm -hmm. I like it. I was. I see. And the angle I was going to go with is he, he's actually kind of an antique nut, and he kind of has a little crush on you. But he. All, but we recognize that he's kind to be. He could be a useful person to know because he's connected with the government. So we we keep that going. See, I'm kind of going with a little bit of the opposite. Okay. Like Philip thinks he's useful. Right, but he isn't. <laughs> he's just like a clerk in like the. <laughs> okay. I've got Paul Giamatti in my head trying to you know, <laughs> talk his way through. I don't know if that's what he is, but um, okay. So that's the montage. You're, you're just talking to Philip. Are you trying to keep him out? Yeah, right. I'm telling Philip that like the Mother Superior is Antoinette is completely booked up today, and you know, as you can see, the shop is very busy. Well, you're, you're practicing Chinese New Year or something. Come on, I just need to see her for five minutes and blah blah blah. <laughs> and I'm like, please do not make a scene. Just go. Uh, there's. I will attempt to get you on her calendar at a more conducive time. However, today is not that day. All right, so your montage is deflecting the greater Pasadena area from coming inside on this holy day. Uh, did <laughs> you, do you want to pass it on? Yeah, sure. I okay. mean, like, I kind of want to see if there's anyone attempting to infiltrate our celebration um, oh. because I feel like with so many extra people coming in like this is a time when we have to be on alert for uh, for like other like agents oh sure sure well uh, the way the montage works is this is your story right now mm -hmm. so if you want to introduce that that's you okay. or we can wait and introduce that later but that's definitely on the table 
I, I can put something on that. Cool. Yeah. So, um, Ella is trying to not be obviously stroking Abe's um, calf muscles and buttocks. Um, he looks a lot about um, 30 years younger than her, and that wouldn't be seemingly. But um, he's a lot of man. She's kind of just hanging out in the back, talking to some of her friends in the community and making sure that the, the Karens, um, the Coven of Pasadena, C-O-P, who um, actively think that they practice witchcraft, aren't trying to kind of come in because there's a lot going on. And these people, um, some of them might be sensitive and have an inkling that there's a lot going on here. Um, and they get up to stuff to try to come in. And today will be one of those days. And so she's like running interference and throwing low key shade. From the coven of Pasadena. This was the, this was the mundane coven. It's not really this a is coven. The mundane you coven. totally plucked that idea like straight out of my head. So I have to come up with something else. Oh, I'm I was, sorry. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. I was totally thinking that during like this celebration that they would be there trying to be like, oh, we're part of this thing that's happening. And so in the process, she's actually selling a lot of merchandise. <laughs> Because, well, that's how you could prove yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you need this $350 mini cauldron. That's right. It's self-heating. <laughs> you can burn incense in it. Use your white sage, go away. Um, she also has uh, a few friends from the community who come in and greet her. And so it's interesting because everybody's, most of the people are here to celebrate. Um, and or wait for their turn to see Antoinette but she kind of has her own thing going on and um, it's probably not a stretch of imagination to know that she's making a couple bucks today mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. little side thing and uh, <laughs> bucks <laughs> yeah alright Effie uh, Effie's on the phone in the back room and you can hear every word she's saying and she's shouting <laughs> at the Port Authority, who's holding a shipment until some custom fee is being paid. And it's been shipped over from Europe, and we've got a batch of cool stuff that we want to go through, but we can't get to it, because until we pay whatever bizarre fees, they always seem to just add on to it. And uh, there's a lot of sort of swearing in Gaelic, and then you hear the phone get slammed down. It's just you know, one of those cordless and she stalks out, goes over to the refreshment table, and gets something that isn't punch. <laughs> Or is punch and pours a pour some whiskey from her flask into it, muttering Gaelic curses under her breath and glaring around the party. The life of the party, as right. it were. Yeah, not goofy. No, <laughs> just no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, cool. Hmm. I'm thinking. Um. Covena Pasadena. <laughs> COP. You're <laughs> <laughs> now with a POC. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I was definitely thinking about that. Um, I think uh, I might actually be having a very serious discussion with Angelica because she hasn't fed in a little bit. Oh. I'm kind of upset that she's let it go this long. What's well, a little bit? Uh, like a couple of days, which is still a couple of days too long, especially because she's still a relatively young vampire, so she needs to feed a little bit more often, and there's a better chance of her losing control. So, um, what are the signs that she might be losing control? Um, or she might? 
she starts to get um, more. Her eyes, the look a little more bloodshot, and she looks a lot more sort of sallow and sunken in. Um, she just she looks like she's uh, ill, mm-hmm. um, and that's uh, usually a pretty bad sign. And she's still getting used to feeding off of people. She's uh, doesn't need to kill people to have enough, but she's kind of shy. And so it's very hard for her to go out and, like, interact with people enough to be like, I'm going to nom on them a little bit. And um, I think, like, in the past she uh, that Jaina's tried to, like, all right, here you go, like, you know, but it's just... Like the witch blood is just it's different and it's mm-hmm. not quite as compatible and it just makes her a little bit more uh, she doesn't like how she feels afterwards. Oh, okay. Like it's like is it a lactose intolerant thing or is it like a I feel angry now kind of? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's just that it's like overwhelming. Oh. So it's sort of like that stimulus overload mm-hmm. because of the magic mm-hmm. that is inherent in witch blood mm-hmm. and she just. Um, kind of shuts down for a couple of days if she does have uh if she feeds off of a witch because she's just it's like um like having a sensory overload like anxiety attack mm-hmm. okay so you're trying to convince her to go and uh, uh, does she or is she just that fast I'm, I'm not going to i'll be fine um i think that she's trying to push back against it you know we're at a party we should be you know we're doing our job guarding the you know yada yada and i think that um jaina is actively like the cop is here that right there that's like prime target they're gonna be super excited and be like "Ooh, a vampire yeah let's play let's do the thing like they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be an easy meal i have a question for the for the room to do we know she's a vampire? I think you guys would know that okay. she is at this point because she frequents around enough, and I don't think that Jaina would have made it a secret. Okay. Because you guys know that she... It um, completely changes how I want to interact with her. Fine talks, talks with yeah. vampires and all of that kind of stuff. Okay. All right, so th- that, that's a montage scene. Um, uh, based on what you said, I've identified a couple of conflicts. You can put those under the camera so they can see that. Uh, COP is a conflict. Um, Angelica's hungry is a conflict. Um, I- I'll be throwing more conflicts on as iteratively we go through the story. You cannot make a move unless you're confronting a conflict. So uh, if the conflict's not in play, uh, then we have to negotiate a bit. Um, I'm going to give you your first round of currency here. Ooh. These are charms. Actually, I think I gave you a Chuck E. Cheese one. Do you want a better one? <laughs> I'll take the Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> that seems appropriate. <laughs> Always. Ooh, this one's neat. So yeah, these are neat. these are charms. You uh, you use these to spend when you want to take narrative control from me. In a montage, you have total narrative control. You also will have narrative control if you roll high enough on your dice. But if you just want to take it, you can spend. The other thing you can do with it is change your 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 aspect. So. Um, so we're going to start the scene, and you tell me as we start the game what your current aspect is. Does, Mother Maiden Crone. Does that apply to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can choose. Now you can use magic to change it, but you are by default a particular aspect right now. I just meant 
because of that's my power set, do I have to spend the coin every time I want to change my oh, aspect? Oh, no, no you're, now you're doing a move, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I just want to take a moment to say thank you, Minerva. Minerva! Hey. Minerva. Hey. And Element. Elements. Um, yeah. Yeah, for uh, just keeping us going. That's yeah, so great. How, what, what are we at now? We have broken the $4,000 mark. <gasps> oh, so much. Wouldn't it be cool if we broke the 10,000 thing with this game? Yeah, <laughs> and I, I would take all of the credit. No, I won't, I won't take any of the credit. <laughs> no, for real. Tell your friends. <laughs> Spread the word. We're playing witches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and vampires, apparently. All right, so, uh, <laughs> so don't worry about the game mechanics too much. We'll just use them as we need them. I don't want to weigh you down with all that. So sure. um, just let's play the game. So uh, we're going to go now into uh, another type of scene that is called a... Um, um, a meeting, and, uh, and this is actually going to be a meeting because uh, we're, we're opening the scene with um, uh, the mother superior in the back office taking a meeting. She is meeting with one of the leaders of uh, the coven of the five, which is not a very original name, but there are five of them, and they are also a storm coven. Okay. Um, it hasn't been a problem to date, and the two covens have worked together on various things. Um, it's a little weird that they're here, though, and uh, and they, they called a meeting knowing that she would take it. So uh, that's where we are. The, um, the gatekeepers uh, are, are in the room because uh, you didn't have to be told. I mean, this is coven of another coven coming in, so we need to be here in case something goes wrong. Um, you're always called into these meetings. And, uh, and, and she decided at this point just to bring in the whole coven mm-hmm. because something's going down. Why are they meeting with us? She didn't really have an opportunity for a pre-meeting with you all. Uh, it was just that, you know, you saw, oh, that's one of that coven. Okay, uh, yellow flag. <laughs> You know, and so she brought everybody into the room. Um, so, when she brought everybody into the room, the uh, the one of the coven, his name is Obadiah, and he looks and dresses like Snape. <laughs> like he's really overboard on this this whole brand he's going for, and you know everybody knows who he is. And, and and he might be you know a somewhat powerful, well seasoned witch, but come on. Um, and he's there. He's the one that they sent to talk to her. When she sees him come in, the mother superior just leaves the room. She goes into the back, which is a washroom, closes the door. She looks at you, and then cl- and then closes the door behind her. And, and you, she's gotten this look. She's given you this look before. That look means I'm not dealing with this. You do it. Okay. And she left. So here is this, here's Obadiah just kind of standing there. Uh, ah, like he was mid sentence. He was like, it was really good to see you, Mother Superior. And then she closes the door. Obadiah, baby, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well, Ella. Thank you. I was here to uh, speak to Antoinette. Is she there? Uh, she is not a baby. How can I help you? Oh, I love that 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 the color of that jacket. That is so lovely. Hello. 
Very well. But I the see. Chair, the chair wasn't a rocking chair, but now it rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I see that I have been relegated to speak with you, and I suppose the children. Let's not be rude. You came for business. What's your business? Well, fine. We want to make an attack on the mundanes. There, I said it. Which mundanes? All of them? No, not all of them. Uh, okay. The city of Pasadena has enacted an ordinance that just took shape this year that will take all of the money that we are making in our trade on the ports and send the ports and send that money directly to their pockets. We lose out and so we are going to go and attack the ports. Why don't we just change their minds? Not that simple. Are you going to change the minds of what? How many people are in the city council of Pasadena? Anyone know? Sixteen. We're going to change the mind of sixteen people? <laughs> is, that, is that too hard for you, Obadiah? That's not how we work. Anyway, I don't need your blessing, but I came here for your blessing. Your plan is so well thought out and specific. Yeah, the details are riveting. I'm not going to give you the details. Why bother if you're not going to give me the blessing? How are we supposed to give you the blessing it's without having any... This is why I wanted to talk to Antoinette. It seems silly to uh, have to go so far to try to not have what you've taken, what, what you have taken by people who don't even have power. Why don't you just change their minds? We need to make a statement to all Southland cities that they can't pull this sort of stuff on us. You know, you know that this is coming from Long Beach. We have the entire city, however many cities are in the Southland, behind us. What are we supposed to do? We have to show them that Pasadena will not stand up for this, and we have to make it a big public display of power, and we have to make it look terrifying. I'm not going to go and play politics. I'm sorry, but I'm not that kind of witch. You don't have to help. The forces of Father God are trying to snuff us out at every turn. They're trying to kill us. And we should stand against them. Mundanes are silly. And honestly, you can go around killing whoever you want, but you're going to work real hard if every time they change their mind, you have to go kill another one. You don't think the forces of Father God are behind this? Absolutely not. It's a tax. Well, I see where you stand, and I suppose you're speaking for the coven. Why don't you give us a week? We'll take care of it. And you will owe us a favor. I'm not playing. I'm not trading favors. Have a good day. Okay, then you shall solve the, the consequences if things get out of hand, Obadiah. I don't have to answer to you. You don't, but you may. Okay, what do you want out of this? Uh... I want I want a favor. This doesn't seem hard. <laughs> I mean, does this seem hard? I'm, 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 I'm sorry. So, you want a favor. That means uh, we're going to do our first move. 
Um, you want to favor through intimidation, right? Yep. So there's a couple of ways you can do this. You can enforce your will, which is a severity roll. Okay. And that's just an outright, I'm going to intimidate you into giving me your word that we have a favor. Um, or you can do it another way if you want to use a different stat. So this is this is how this game works. It's not that, not that you're rolling for uh, whether or not you get a favor. You're rolling for how. Right. And we have to figure out the conflict here. Conflicts on the table right now are the COP and Angelica's hungry. So we don't really have an applicable contra- conflict. And that's because I sprung one on you. Mm-hmm. So... The way this works is I can just go ahead and put a conflict down on the table, and that means that um, whether or not you succeed in the role, I have narrative control. That means we can get pretty dark pretty quick mm-hmm. and more interesting. Or you can spend a plot, uh, sorry, wrong game, you can spend a charm, <laughs> and then uh, and then you put down the conflict, and you characterize the conflict however you want, and then you get narrative control if you win. So those those are the basics of the game. So how do you want to do it? Mm. Do you want me to put down the conflict? Um, I will spend a charm to put down a conflict. Uh, would one of you uh, rally with me mm-hmm. to assist my role? Sure. Is that how this works? Well, you can use rally as a different move. That means you're, you're, you're saying, okay, we will all kick your ass. Intimidation is definitely a good thing for Jaina by way of roles. Okay, but, but I can work with you. But on that changes that changes the role to mercy if you do it that way. That means that you know uh, we are all in this together to fight the Father God, not your stupid agenda. Right. So that's a mercy rule. So um, do you want to do that instead? Let's let's rally. Yeah. Okay. So you get to uh, oh you're you're paying the plot point. So this conflict is yours. You get to characterize mm-hmm. it however you want. Just to give you an insight on, on what this looks like under the hood. If I had done it, I would have said they're going to war with you. Right. And this is their line. But that, that that was my harsh thing. But you can do that whatever seems, you want. That seems silly. Pen? Yeah. <laughs> Marker. <laughs> Marker. Thank you. That's all. That's all. Ah. So, um, this is... So, the five... So, the, the, the challenge is the five wants to, to kill... The they want to do a terrorist attack in Long okay. Beach because of some tax. In Pasadena. Long Beach or yeah. Pasadena? In Long Beach. There's some tax. Oh, they want to do it Pasadena's in Long Beach. Putting in it. Yeah, Ta- Pasadena, Pasadena put in some weird tax. Okay. It was actually because I realized Pasadena doesn't have a port and I had to change it in the stream. That, we don't know that. <laughs> some weird pol- political thing going on between Long Beach and Pasadena. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> So what conflict did you put down? The five want to attack Long Beach. Oh. Okay. Is that correct? Yeah. That works. It's not as evil as mine would have been, but okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> did you already pay me? That's because okay. I paid you. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it also is funny because it, like, then directly, he came to get our blessing to fuck with our, uh, to mess with our business. Yeah. 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 Well, that might ultimately mess with your business. But, you know, uh, his point is that, well, you're paying this extra weird surcharge from the port. And we're going to stop them. So, uh, go ahead and roll your mercy. Okay, 3d6? Mm-hmm. 2d6? Uh, with two, well, actually, uh, we are... Yeah, 1D6? 2d6. 2d6. Okay, and I'm rolling... Up, is it uh, six, uh, 7 to 12? 
Yeah, that's the success. Although you know it doesn't. Oh yeah, it's right there. Oh, so you want to do uh, seven to nine as a is a good one. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it's just like PBTA. Got it. I see. Um, so I have a plus one, and I roll a seven. So that's an eight. Those dice are rad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how you can read them. They have dots. Also, okay. it's just that's the kanji for the numbers. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give all. you a charm back because you succeeded. Okay. You've resolved that conflict. Uh, go ahead and tap it. We don't know if it's going to be leave the table or not, but at least for this chapter, it's not going to come up again. Uh, the conflict oh. is is resolved. So make them all like this. Yeah, or flip it over or something. Okay. So uh, you. Uh, have rallied everybody basically and said, um, "Well, how, what does this look like?" So he, he was basically using the force of the coven mm-hmm. to say, "You know, we have a higher purpose. Our goal is, as you said, cha- threats from the Father God, not mm-hmm. stupid municipal politics." Right. So, what does that look like? How did you guys rally behind that? I just repeated what I said, mm-hmm. and he heard it different that time. But the three of you were rallied along with this. What does mm-hmm. that look like? Well, we do have some things that we need to get out of the part as it is. It's, and the text does add up at, over time. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it's that Long Beach coven that's behind this. Mm. Shifting blame. Um. Or they know full well that we have items that come in once a week, and they're, they're responsible for this tax just to twist the knife. I agree they're better ways to handle it than an attack at this time, too. Mm. I think that there's ways that could benefit us in a much longer term as well. Yeah, I'm not finding murder over attacks. That seems a bit extreme, even for me. I mean, it's the extremity of it, but it's such a waste of time. But the when you could get to the root of it, Mm-hmm. As Effie has said, why why treat the symptom when you could treat the cause? And put the right people in your pocket while you do it. And so if you can't handle this and we handle it for you, you owe us. Because we're better witches. We're going to do what we're going to do. And of course, we will help you if you need our help with something. But you are sheltered if you believe this is stupid municipal politics. They want to shut down that port, and there needs to be a drastic, drastic imposition of our will to make sure that they don't take control of all of the things coming in. We have some very important artifacts on the way that are going to come as soon as the Chinese New Year is over. And what? We're going to have to pay a premium. Just like you, we're going to lose our money. This isn't about politics. The Father God's agents are everywhere. So you got to run the port? You're going to hire staff? Doesn't matter. Maintain and pay the union dues? None of that matters. <laughs> Call on us with your favor if you must. Give us a week. We'll and he does, he, he does a twirl and does like his cape, his snape cape goes fluttering back dramatically and his unwashed hair kind of falls back into place and he leads. I love when he does that. I say that loud enough for him to hear. He's <laughs> way too into his role. But he is a prominent member of that coven. So there so is he, that. He came alone? Yeah. Got it. Uh, 
outside of the room, you can see the um, mini Pasadena coven uh, kids getting into all kinds of stuff. The COP? Yeah. They're, they're looking up things, or, you know, they're taking the free... Because you said you have free brews out right now, There right? is seed free booze. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're drinking mm-hmm. too much. Uh, yep. And, um, and it's, so it's a little bit of a calamity going on out there. That's happening. So, so we should get their husbands and come pick and, them up. Um, Antoinette, is still, <laughs> Antoinette is still in the washroom. What do you want to do? Um, I'm... My, I think my focus, like, we have this bigger problem, but it's going to take some time to solve. I think for Jaina, her main focus right now is Angelica mm-hmm. and making sure that that's taken care of. And um, so long as this coven is drinking, that seems like a really extra good opportunity for us uh, to bond over a drink. So I want to go talk to Angelica. Are we done now? Can I go home? You. When was the last time that we had an actual drink together? Yeah, here. That's a dark thing. <laughs> I don't know. Last week. I think that it's time for you to have a drink again, and. Uh, there are prime candidates right over there. Uh, they're just kids. I don't want to. I'm not I don't saying. I want to hurt anybody. You're not going to. It's going to be fine. You've done this before. This is not the first time. You knew what you were getting into. We discussed this. Let me. Uh, let me buy a girl a drink. I'm gonna grab a brew, and uh, I'll grab a drink for you. Okay, so you're trying to navigate others, which is the wisdom role. Uh, the conflict is obviously Angelica's hungry. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about currency at this point. You just roll and see what happens. Okay, and so um, I am in mother yeah, mode right now. If you're in mother, so that means plus. you get a p- another plus. Yeah. Okay. So that's a six, seven, eight. Okay. All right, so that, that's that's resolved for now, um, and that's because she's like, okay, fine, I'll take a drink. Uh, that that also means then you get uh, another charm. Ooh, lovely. So she goes along with you reluctantly um, and insists that you stay with her. Oh, of course, of course. And I'm going to, like, find somebody who seems like an easy target and, like, sling an arm around them, somebody who looks, like, super inebriated, and kind of, like... <laughs> lead them along and kind of hold, like, let them lean against me while Angelica, like, subtly feeds from them in, like, the back area behind, like, there's one of those, um, privacy screens, like an antique Uh one that's, uh, on the sale floor. So we're gonna kind of sneak behind that. Yeah, and the the person you grab is, like, you know, probably some young college student. Yeah. Um, and has been drinking already. I mean, she, in fact, she probably has in her hands some extremely expensive antique. Let's say it's like a, a, a stork. What's that called? The uh, the type of armor that goes on your shoulder. A pauldron. Yeah. Mac with no more than I. <laughs> yeah, she has she has one of those in her hands, and it's like you know probably from the English Civil War or something. <laughs> and she's, she's just oh, and completely goes along with it, but. Um, 
as as the, as you bring them back behind the screen, um, uh, you notice that a couple of these coven members have grabbed some books and are leaving the store. Uh, I'm going to step directly into the path, like on the like from the office, like into that aisle. That's right, books. That leads to That's the, your wheelhouse uh, right there, books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that leads there. It's like, ladies, ladies, I see you have an interest. And these are very, very interesting tomes indeed. I just needed to see him in better light. We were just going to take it outside and look at the I inscription. I would hate for you to um, ignorantly damage such a priceless artifact of power and wisdom. And by the way, these are like what some Puritan wrote about witchcraft in 1711. There's a bunch of bullshit, but they're old and worth a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, well, can, can we just look at them? Let me lead you to the caves, like, and I will step them back towards, like, I have a, like, an actual, like, a plinth, white gloves, the whole nine, like, to showcase some of the, uh, the volumes, and I'm really gonna play up, like, the age and the, like, mysticism of these books. Okay, uh, so you bring them around, and there's a, um, an, an old mirror... And among all of the other things, as you as you bring them around, you you notice that one of them has a kind of small goblin-like creature fastened on their shoulder, this grinning, big toothy grin, and a twitchy tail. You can see in the mirror, mm. but obviously not on the student. Mm. Um, and and she she kind of like like she has some back pain as she's walking and she's like I just I wasn't going to take them I just wanted to see them in the in the light I'm sorry Of course of course not dear I know how it is like hand down cheek along the same side of the, as the as the goblin is on <laughs> Okay uh, you can um, feel some fuzziness from that And I'm going to see if um, I am going to uh, do I know anything about like goblins or I know anything about what this creature might like what they're outside of like a causing trouble agenda who they like are these or goblins tend to be do they tend to be agents of the, the father god or like yeah, this would this is probably a fey creature mm-hmm. uh, that is sent on an errand. Um, but you you don't really know who who would be in charge of this or what what the reason would be. You would have to ask the creature. Yes, which is which is what I would like to do. Um, and I would like to. Um, I want to distract the student, like with the book. Okay. Like, set her up. It's like, okay, here are the gloves. Here's the <laughs> like thing lots now. of like, glyphs and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> like be and really study each page and see, like you know, 
so that I can then commune with the goblin. Okay. Um, is there a spell you want to use for that a kind of magic, um, or is this just something you're going to try to do? So I can. Um, I have divination, mm-hmm. but it is a commune with the dead. Mm-hmm. So now you can do divination that you don't have a specialty in, um, okay. and that. But that just means you 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 are getting the you're only going to get the lowest of two. Oh, three. I'm sorry. You do it in a disadvantage so I do a roll. Di- disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. I will. Uh, you get to describe what that looks like. It also, um, the length of time that you put into it will determine how long the spell lasts. Mm-hmm. So if it's just something you're going to sit down and do right now, it'll last temporarily. And that's fine. I, um. I'm going to, uh. Oh, I, I probably should have said this earlier. So, like, I'm that divination is mother magic. I am mm-hmm. in my mother. Yeah. Mother. All right. Great. Uh, so, th- yeah, that means then. Um, mm-hmm. it's, so, there's a lot of things at play. It's going to be a straight roll mm-hmm. because you are your mother aspect. It is mother magic. However, it's a new moon, and it's a divination you're not very comfortable with. So, mm-hmm. all of that means just a normal roll. Fantastic. So that's a so, two D six plus your um, uh, plus your uh, wisdom. So what that what I'm going to try to do is like so I've I've distracted the college student mm-hmm. but as I like every time I um like touch her or anything I'm going to use that as a like a means to draw like a little glyph on her hand and like like as I you know affectionately touch her cheek there's another one there and it's like hand um, ear mouth eye mm-hmm. that's the, the, the ritual yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and do you how do you talk to the creature through through the mirror or through i mean are you scrying how does it, or and in your I, mind i am going to communicate with the creature through um through the mirror okay all right great let's see how that goes this is our first magic Yay! Yeah. do a magic about it <laughs> and that is a uh that's a nine on the dice oh okay and you have a wisdom bonus? And then I have a uh, plus two to my wisdom, plus one, one in mother. So that's a 12. Well, now, this means uh, you have complete total narrative control. Um, so you get to decide who sent this creature. Okay. Um, and how they react to you. I am going to say that... Uh, the creature was sent by the Long Beach Coven. Now, is this like the Pasadena Coven, or is this an actual coven? This is an actual <laughs> coven. Like, when we were talking to um, Obadiah mm-hmm. about the coven in Long Beach right. that was controlling the ports and, like, trying to, like, put stick the screws in, I think this is another power play. Okay. Like, they came in, they were trying to... Um, the goblin was sent by the Long Beach Kevin is such a like shitty name. It's, it, it's literally LBC. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the uh, you probably know our antithesis is the Seven Sisters. But like the um, the 
just want a better name. The Other than we're the, the storm coven. coven. Maybe they were trying to like get on in on our thing, and they're like the lightning coven or something. Yes. <laughs> the, the, uh, I like oh, it. oh, uh, maybe they're maybe they're attached to the Queen Mary. The Queen, the Sisters of the Queen Mary. Yes. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. Thank I like you. that. <laughs> sisters, the the Sisters of the Queen Mary sent this goblin um, because originally he was following Obadiah to see what Obadiah was up to, um, and what and if he could get our blessing for the attack on the mundanes in Long Beach um, to cover their machinations against both. Uh, the Coven of the Five and us because they have a um, they have a grudge against the storm because they feel like we're bad for business so they want to make our business suffer and you've derived us based on what the goblin told you a goblin says okay I told you everything what do you need to know now can I go you should go back to whence you came across the veil. And if I ever catch hide or hair or scent of you in our space again, I shall not be so lenient. And, like, and like, like I just blow like rainbow smoke disappears <laughs> the goblin's gone and and the the, the, the college students are like oh ah, it feels better what does this glyph mean you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so there's some machinations going on uh, do you fill in the others eventually the party's going to end Antoinette is still in the bathroom uh, anything else going on during that time She uh, the party kind of leaves anything else that you want to do uh, Did you have your spotlight yet? Uh, it's fine. I think what I'm going to do is just uh, make sure that uh, we monitor the drinks from the rest of this party, make sure they don't get out of hand, and, and keep an eye on the on them so they're not just pocketing stuff or breaking things. The right. police listening of us. Put that down. We are a casual episode. Then I want to talk to your friend, the... Uh, the, the city clerk. Oh, oh yeah, Philip. He he has. Didn't you send him away? Yes. He, okay. He's not there, but he. You know, you can I go mean, to his office. Could, you know what? He could still be hanging around, like outside, just trying to like keep out of my. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's at the Starbucks across the street. You know, kind of waiting for a way to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I've actually got that prop. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the pawn shop side. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think he might know why this was passed and who's um, and who's urging like who's politically driving this Mm. Um, I have a divination thing Mm -hmm. that allows me to know his deepest darkest innermost I don't know if all that's necessary or uh, yeah, so, well, yeah, so you'll describe what, how you cast the spell, how it works. This mm-hmm. is different for every witch. Got it. Um, and if it's just a, something you're going to do uh, off the cuff like this, then it's a, a very temporary kind of shallow effect. Got it. But beyond that, I mean, yeah, it's just a, it's just a, a roll. See how it happens. That is um, a wisdom roll. Right. And what aspect are you in? Crone. Okay, so it's, you know, just the flat wisdom roll. 
Okay. Um, it's magic on a new moon, so you do get a disadvantage. It's so that's a minus one? Yeah, so you get, you get no, you roll three die and pick the lowest two. Got it, I see. Alright. Um, You're not really supposed to be practicing magic on the new moon. Right. For the record. Oops. <laughs> so, um... So it's not enough energy, you know, it's kind of hard. You're, like, squeezing the last bit of toothpaste out and... Yeah, that last bit of toothpaste is valid. <laughs> it does clean the teeth. It yeah. works just as well as the first bit. <laughs> so uh-huh. I go to um, Starbucks uh-huh. and I order um, a hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feign kind of needing some assistance in his general direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... Um Play, acting like he's playing solitaire on his phone, you know. But you see, he just opened the app. Mm-hmm. Is he is he watching me? Uh, well, he's trying to act like he doesn't see you there, but it's obvious he knows you're there. And and it was like, oh, quit conversion. Oh, I'm playing solitaire. So I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but can it be that he's like playing words with friends, except he doesn't have an opponent? Yes. Ooh, do you <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like that better. You don't have to pay for that one. Yeah. <laughs> and he's your NPC, so don't have those. <laughs> and he's, he's, yeah, acting, acting like he's playing words with friends. So um, does this play into any of these? If you end up making a move that requires a roll, that triggers a, a if you say something that triggers a move, I'll let you know okay. at this point. Like she, she had, for example, just an example, you know, she was kind of manipulating these college students, but they mm-hmm. had, I mean, there was no, you didn't have to roll to do that, obviously, as something within your purview, so... I'll only make you roll if you have to. So, oh, I, uh, but you were going to do divination. I was going to. Oh, do right. So for magic, don't worry about the conflicts. Just roll. Okay. So uh, I want him to have to help me. Mm-hmm. So um, when he touches me, I'm going to divine from him. Okay. Uh, well, let's roll it. And take out the biggest one. Uh, it's yeah. You take you roll three die, uh-huh. and then pick the smallest two. Smallest two. The lowest two. That's going to be a six. Oh, six. Plus, plus, plus your wisdom? Yeah. Six. six. Oh, six total. Okay. Six total. Um, all right. So you, you come in and you, 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 you touch him, and there's just sort of like he freaks out. He just drops his phone and his coffee and just. Did you elect. Did you shock me? Is that. It's not so windy. I don't know why this static is happening. I, I guess I did. I, I kind of rubbed my arm where we touched. It feels really cold. You have a feeling that it kind of like worked the other way. Oh. And oh. I, 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 I've got to go. Uh, uh, and he just walks out of the restaurant without his phone without acknowledging that you spilled coffee all over the place. Well, I, I pick it up and I say... <laughs> I, I don't say it loud enough for me, him to hear, just loud enough to make a scene. And I just make sure it does a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, um, as a spider grandmother, you sort of have an in-tune connection with the flows of energy around mm-hmm. in general. And you can see that there's a sort of wispy connection between you and him, kind of mm-hmm. radiating. And it's slowly dissipating. But he's looking at you like he knows everything. Everything? I've got to go. 
now that I n- I've got to go. And he's he's going to try to leave. Okay. There's a barista like cussing because he's just built a coffee. Yeah. Grabbing a rag. Um then I think I should probably try to stop him. Meanwhile, <laughs> back uh, at the ranch. <laughs> as we switch scenes just a little bit here, I uh, just want to say that we are eight minutes until the end of our first block. Uh, so how long is the block? Wanna, um, two like hours. it's two hours. <laughs> okay. So like, there's a prize for the top donation in the first two hours, and there's a prize for the top donation in the second two hours. Um, so. Mo, do you want to like tell the people how it's going? Well, first of all, we have to thank Michael again. Wow, Michael is just in there. Wow, thank you. Um, like swimwear is that appropriate? Um, and totally supporting us. Thank and you, Mike. That's awesome. And keeping us going. Um, he really wants those dice. Yeah. So is it? An <laughs> issue? Is well, it this isn't the dice. Is issue. it accumulated? Yes. Most. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we are moments away from Michael. Taking it. Um, so the real question is, who really, really, really wants this bundle of twelve amazing games? I know at least three of the games that are in that bundle. I mean, and if you want to come in and like, Michael's been Michael's been slowly building mm-hmm. and building his mm-hmm. his uh, cachet. Oh, <laughs> if you his like dragon horde. If you like how this game is running, this is built on the chassis of Great American Novel. So that's in that package. Yes. Do the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. If you really love that, you've got about seven minutes now. It's going to turn into a bidding war. To, to <laughs> sneak in there and get it. Yeah. And then if if you want to, like, let Michael take this, this awesome game bundle, but mm-hmm. you really care more about pumpkin spice dice... Michael right now is like, shut up, Pooja, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> and if you're Michael and you want to hedge your place, you yeah. keep going, you know, keep going, man, and you'll uh, you know, you'll be able to widen the margin. And if you're just tuning in and you don't know what we're talking about, we're raising money for the Rainbow Railroad, a charity that helps lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender transgender individuals escape violence, persecution in their home countries. Last year we raised over $6,000, and this year our goal is $10,000. That is about what it takes to get one person to safety. 10000 yeah. <laughs> The donation page will be up for a month with all donations eligible for the big prize of a year-long Dice Envy subscription. In addition to each game has its own set of amazing prizes to give out, of which Michael is in the lead of, and uh, to the wonderful people, wonderful, amazing people who donate during our live event. Thank you, everyone, for watching, supporting, and donating. Don't forget to spread the word. If you can't donate... Like Pooja said, um, because that gets us to our goal also. Thank do you, the thing. Do, do the, the thing. thing. Do the thing. Or help, help someone else do the thing. And I think currently our total is in the four th- just above four thousand dollars. Just above four thousand, which is amazing. It is incredible. I, is that more than we did? Oh no, six thousand is what we, we did, did last like year. We did like sixty, mm-hmm. almost sixty-seven hundred dollars, I think, last year, or right around there. Um, so and we're in for ten, and we've got two more games after this mm-hmm. to do. One more game? I think it's one more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we're, run, we're running out of time. we got basically another six hours. Or as they say in Chicago, give early and give often. Yeah. That's <laughs> what Michael's doing. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, sorry. Okay, so uh, uh, one witch has bestowed the uh, truth about what's going on in the world onto this poor bureaucrat from Pasadena. 
uh, inside we have a superior who has just said, I'm not dealing with this, and went to the bathroom for several hours. Um, we also have a vampire that is feeding on a college student who's in a coven. And um, we have a goblin that has been dispatched back to the Feywild, um, or to the fairy. Wrong, wrong universe. The fairy. Sorry, Wizards of the Coast. Anyway, so uh, now we are uh, back in the bookstore. There, uh, sorry, the antique store that has books. And what's going on? Um, well, I, I helped Angelica get this college student to an Uber so that she didn't feel so guilty afterwards. We, we sent her in the she Uber home. She doesn't like the Uber CEO, so it goes with Lyft. Okay. But yes. That is A-okay. Whatever, whatever she wants. <laughs> She's feeling much better now. Um, is there is there a problem with overfeeding, or has your experience with Angelica? Does she know when to? She seems to know when to stop. I mean, she's been a vampire for a while now, but yeah. she's just uh, reticent about doing it, and sometimes actually doesn't feed enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So the vampire is okay. Uh, I think uh, what was his name? Abe. Abe. Abe is still there. Yep. Um, what are you doing? But has has the um, Covenant of Pasadena left? There are uh, there stragglers, but yes, okay. generally most of them have left. If they're leaving on their own, then I won't do what I was thinking of doing. <laughs> well, there are stragglers. Well, you okay, know, and, they, and they are there. <laughs> so in in my let's see, which one is it? In my crone. Is it Crone? Yes, in, since I'm in Crone form, um, Black Tara has the ability to take complete control of any witch or any non-witch or their organization, and it will be obeyed without question. Yes, she does have that power. So yeah. I think it's time for them to leave now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have things that we need to do. What does it look like when you cast that spell? How do you prepare? All for right, the party is over. <laughs> I'm gonna ring a bell. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, that party's over. The bar is closed. You all have places to leave, to, to go. You, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> and you're in Crone now already, right? Yes. So that's a severity roll. Yes. Uh, since it's the new moon, it's a disadvantage. So it's, actually, what does all say, that mean? I should say woe. It is woe, which means woe. you roll three die and choose the two lowest. Now, I uh, so I have a plus one because I'm in Crone, yeah, right? Right. You, you worked that out already? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm rolling dice. You tell me what I do. All right. So take the two lowest. That's two threes. Six plus your severity, plus your crone. So seven. Okay. All right. So um, they definitely leave. Here's the caveat: they leave in terror. It's just that your presence is a bit. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Sort of like I don't know what it looks like if you get that kind of under light and then the wind blast blasting your hair. Very Galadriel from uh, (laughs) from Lord of the Rings. That was in my head, and they're like, "Ah!" and they (laughs) they've left, and the trace of the command is fresh on their mind. Now you can command them to do whatever you want. Is that all you want them to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever they're holding. Yeah, so, uh, don't forget to pay for what you're what you're handling. <laughs> good, night, good call. <laughs> you know they are college kids, so they, you get like a good sixty bucks off of that. Reprints of the Malice Maleficarum. I mean, it's a group of Karens. At least a couple of them have to have their parents' credit cards in there. Right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's totally. Right. Do you want to? Uh, you can. You control them. 
Oh, it just you can control the entire organization. Well, for a moment, I could also do that in Long Beach, which is where we're going to go with this. Yeah. Which is what I want to talk about, which is why I need the store empty. So they're yeah. going to pay for whatever it is they're handling right now, and then they're just going to go and I can deal with the Karens again at a later date. <laughs> they're not going anywhere. All right. So let's say you got like three hundred bucks off of all that. That's fine. All right. So uh, meanwhile, Philip is trying to leave. Is leaving unless you stop him. So, do I know what he knows now? You know that you you, you can guess okay. that this is this is backfired, and now he has. You don't think? I mean, you it was just a really quick spell. It's not like you did a major ritual over the course of two hours. Mm-hmm. So you probably just got like a very shallow flash in the pan glimpse of who you are, really, and that scared the shit out of him. As you know, I am here trying to help some people. Some people you know. I don't want to have anything to do with this. I didn't know. I, 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 I'm just going to leave you all alone. I'm. I need for you to relax and help me help them. I can't relax. I don't know if I can ever relax again. Frankly, I have two kids, a lovely daughter. She plays drums in a rock band, and I've got to go home to them now. So I'll see you later. Really? And I'm not getting in the way of that. Thank it, you. Am I saying this? Is it they're, they're, he's talking to Philip in the street, very obviously, in a tense situation, but you can't hear what they're saying. That's true for all of you, because it's a big... I imagine it's like a big glass pane. Well, we were. Uh, I was just outside getting a Oh, yeah, you're waiting for the lift. The lift, so yeah. I'm, I'm observing this happening. Philip so, is, entire, is very I, agitated. I think I want to befriend him. Okay. To um, calm him down. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, uh, well, we're in a situation now where we don't have a conflict on the table. So, again, I have to again. spend a coin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, truthfully, you already kind of created this conflict through a bad roll, right? Um, so, but oh, I can make so it I worse. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, if you want to pay, you know, your charm, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> think what's good for the story, not what's good for the character. Um, I think Michael is all in to win. <laughs> Because he just won't stop. Yay, yeah. Michael! <laughs> Doing it for a good cause. I think Michael Which should actually, decide what the conflict is right now. <laughs> it is that time. All right. right. going to put a pause on this and... And... Um, tell the good man what he's won. <laughs> I, I don't have a list of what he won. Um, Michael, I think uh, I can say for sure... Uh, you are the winner of a bundle of 12 amazing game downloads from indie creators in the gaming community. Yay! One of which is sitting right here. <laughs> thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Michael. Thank, thank you, Michael. And thank you, everyone who's been donating. Once again, every every little bit is appreciated. And if you can't at this time donate money, there's still another month if you like, oh, be in a better place later. Or if you can just spread the word. Once again, it'll be open for a month, and um, and this is a really, really fantastic cause, and they deserve our support. Michael, Definitely. Minerva, Element, Chris, Rob, and Sean, thank you so much for joining us the last couple hours. Ooh. Oh, and you too, Kimmy. <laughs> Hi, Kimmy. <laughs> And do the uh, the Nicole Kidman clap so I don't make too much noise. <laughs> it's, so it's a thing, okay? <laughs> I, may, I may have to go look that up. <laughs> the slow clap. That yeah, it's the, the artist about the jazz clap. Yeah. Um, 
I so you are going to roll befriend. So and can, uh, we're deciding whether or not you want me to make a I conflict. I can give you a coin to just succeed, can I? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And then you have narrative control, and you tell me what happens. So I'm going to. Um, you don't so want me to write. I, I don't want you to write anything down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just. I have so. all of these cards. I know. I know. <laughs> so many. You should take most of them home. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, Michael, you guys see Michael. Michael Philip. I'm sorry. You see Philip, Michael. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you see Michael might be freaked out too. I don't know. But <laughs> He's just now entered the game. You see Philip slowly backing away from me into the intersection, and then he just stops. And as I explained to him that, um, you know, there are things that um, are important, and there are people who could be hurt, and he's in a position to help them now. Um, I then cross the street and he starts to follow me and we go into the store and I think we go into the back room okay so we're in uh, Tornetta's I I let him know that um, there are people who might get hurt if I don't find out what exactly is going on with this tax that Pasadena's passed. And I want to help them. And he knows I want to help them. But he's scared, but he understands that you don't have malicious okay. motivations. So are you going in the back room? Mm-hmm. Okay, you see uh, Antoinette in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, It's a washroom. It's not really a bathroom. There's a bathroom attached to it. I'm sorry. Into the the office not oh, the, the office washroom. oh okay so before the all right hmm. so you're in the office yeah all i right. was gonna actually go into the oh, i was gonna, gonna go. fall like i mean she's been back there a long time before but this seems excessive <sighs> even for her okay the lift comes mm-hmm. and um angelica gets into the the car and she kind of looks up she says oh, is she going with the girl uh, oh, no. Because we were actually sending the college girl. You're sending the college girl. Okay, well, she helps her in. But then she kind of looks up. She's like, there's something wrong. It's, my senses are heightened. Uh, Like, like slams car door and like bam, bam to like get the lift to go away so we can talk in private. And like, like when you've had my blood? No, no, no! It wasn't the feeding. I just—I'm feeling better, so I'm—I'm I'm sensing things now, and there's something wrong. Have you checked on Antoinette? No. When you open the door, uh, Antoinette is sitting next uh, next to the sink, slumped over. Uh, she has bled out through her eyes and her ears, and her skin is plastered tight onto her onto her muscles or tissue. She's been drained of blood. <coughs> And um, even without magic, you can see her spirit is attached to the corpse, writhing mm-hmm. in agony. It looks like she's been dead for decades. What the? 
good time to come back in with Angelica, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, fuck. Okay. I didn't do this one. Just <laughs> in case anyone so was it wondering. It does look Lilithy. Yeah. So I'm just I'm cleaning up the, the alcohol and stuff, and I mm -hmm. hear that, mm -hmm. and, I, and I go to the back. Mm -hmm. Um. And they're all kind of crowded in the office. So is her. Is Antoinette's body like it's decayed? Then. Yeah, I, I've is got this. Like mummified? I've yeah, got this. It's more mummified is a better word for it. Like oh. it looks like she's been mummified. And, I, and I think I've got this. Let me ask the, the game master here if this will work. Yeah, because if not, I have. Okay. Yeah, I've got um, take uh, heal heal a subject or reconstruct something that was destroyed. <laughs> if you put enough of a ritual into it, it's possible. It's going to take work though, okay. and time. Me. Something like that's going to take a good like week of ritual work. What was your What was your idea? <laughs> um, so we can still see sort of that her spirit is. She can because she's a kadi. Oh. Um. Now you can see a disruption of spiritual energy, but you can't really tell what's going on from where you are in the office. Although you know something's up because everybody's crowded around the door, uh, and Philip is standing up slowly. What's going on? The scent of uh, death is coming out. Um, Philip. I think I need you to go home. Um, you don't have to tell me twice. And he leaves. <laughs> Out. Do we know, like, you know, in in character, do we know that, like, about spirits and things that hang no, around? Because sure. I do have uh, divination, mm -hmm. where I have speak freely within the minds of any witch and see, feel, touch, hear as they do. So yeah. I kind of wonder if I can, like, that could what's translate. left of her essence... Um, to swap to maiden magic, I would give you a coin. Mm -hmm. And this is a moment in the story where you would make a switch like that, because suddenly, like, oh, I'm out of my. What are you now? Your mother. Uh, mother. Yeah, you're out. You're, you're now, you, now you need to step back. The situation is changing your look on things. So yeah, you can do that. Okay, there is a coin. Um, so yeah, I'm going to swap uh, to maiden magic and um, try uh, divination. Okay. Great. Um, it's at disadvantage because so it's a, a roll three dice. Yeah, I should say it's at woe, the correct term. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be a seven, eight. Plus wisdom, I think, for that one. Yeah, that yeah. gives me an eight with the okay. wisdom. All right. Because uh, I have a plus one in my wisdom. A and. Um, he, uh, oh, on magic you don't get the charms. That's on moves. Sorry. That's okay. I've been screwing that up. Anyway. I mean, if you want to give me a coin, please do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not going to fight you on it. So, uh, it, it works, but that's the problem. It works. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure this is going to be like, shit, this is what it feels like? Yeah, it feels like uh, your skin is being pulled off of your body repeatedly. Like being pulled off. Yeah. And, and the, the pain is just excruciating and you also are bound like you can't move you feel constricted you can't breathe um and y you know the the only thing that you see uh is the looming figure of obadiah and he's speaking in latin um it is sort of like a replay of what was happening earlier in that mm -hmm. meeting room um and you capture just from her resonant memory that he was mentally casting magic while he was in there so, but I did this. 
or it, it appears to yeah. me that Obadiah did this. And the sooner you get out of that, the better. I mean, it's it's a quick spell, so you can't really stay anyway. But yeah, it's I, I, and I wouldn't want to. <sighs> Obadiah, Obadiah, Obadiah. Oh, God, that was... Mm, not doing that one again. And but I think it was Obadiah. That was what she saw was Obadiah. And so that whole meeting was just a front to attack us. This entire thing's been entire. It's been a big distraction. Well, not <coughs> entirely. The the sisters of the helm of the Queen Mary are moving against both storm covens. That's part of what the additional tax and long. Beach are you suggesting that he's in league with the sisters of the sisters of the Mary Queen? I think that we're just facing an attack. We are facing an attack on both fronts. Not but a big fan of people that are fans of the Ebon English Queen, by the way. <laughs> so well, I'm they're not a big fan of us. Clearly. The Scottish Queen. Mary? <laughs> Mary, Queen of Scots. <laughs> I, think that's what it, I think that's what that ship was named after. I could be wrong. The Scottish ship. Yeah, I, but uh, <laughs> where's the uh, English subjugation of Scotland and Ireland? And we don't want to... Don't get me started. I will add, too, because the two of you have been messing with the spirit and seeing it close up, you residually, but you directly. Uh, this is broken circle magic. This is not sanctioned magic. Okay. So whatever they were practicing, you don't know what it was. Okay. Um, so th- this, is, this is overstepping bounds. This is way out of balance here. We need, to, we need to try to come back more towards center. I can set up a ritual that will help heal her, at least keep her spirit around while her body feels, but it's going to take me a bit of time. In the meantime, we need to address Long Beach. Do you think he was serious about going out and dealing with his tax, or was it all a front just to just to get us just to get us separated from her? Most likely, I I would think that he is going to go do what he wants to do. You said we said that we were going to take care of it. I can march down to a council meeting and have them change the law in about a matter of minutes. That's not a problem. Was I able to get any information from Philip? Uh, no, because the role was botched. Basically, it, ha- it happened at inverse. Even though I paid a coin? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Here's my question. As I can go down to Long Beach and get that law changed, if that was actually a legitimate beef on his part, or was it just an excuse to come in here and, and derail, and derail I, uh, Antoinette if you want to call I, her Angelica? We should not be moving against the mortals. If they move against the mortals, let them suffer the consequences. We need to figure out who's attacking us. I agree. And it would appear it's Obadiah. I mean, and that's he has what a I lot saw. to answer for. Then, and we should go straight there. Except, I would like to. Well, there's one more question. I saw you looking at the mirror and, and doing some things. Is there something else at play here? That's what I'm saying. That the sisters of the Queen Mary have sent. They are moving against us. It's uh, part of the tax. The goblin told me. There, oh, there's a goblin. There was. Not anymore. Well, that changes everything. Do you think? Do we think that Obadiah might be under the influence of the Fae? No. This Fae was in service to the Sisters of the Queen Mary. I, I pick my sister up at this point. Um, but I would like to... carry her. I would like to before you before you do that. I would like to use my my divination to commune okay. with the dead. 
because I can commune with the dead with the ability to understand what they want or need, even mm. if they don't know it themselves, and provide guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why didn't you list that in our <laughs> <laughs> I list of accomplishments <laughs> in Christianity? <laughs> I, I attempted to. She is the craft of Akade, which is definitely all about the dead. <laughs> why didn't you let us know that that was? Really <laughs> <laughs> We're all new to this. Okay, so whoops. Oh, do you need a? Yeah, I'm sure this has never happened before. Nope, mm-hmm. I, I'm on it. Stay there. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to roll my wisdom. Yes, and uh, but at disadvantage at woe because of uh, okay. the, the moon. You know what? I'm just going to use one of these fancy. Giant oh yeah, you can just take control and tell me what happens. Um, when you do this, you're now GM. So oh, all times. my notes don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to. Uh, I'm going to pull like. Antoinette's spirit, like, up into the um, the mirror in kind of like a uh, like a reverse, like it's it's an echo of the of the ritual that I use to to commune with the goblin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in like. Like, this is all about, like, magical places on Antoinette's body mm-hmm. that I'm soothing so that she's not suffering with her body. Yeah. And she's able to, like, like be in, like, a sense of enough peace that she can communicate. Okay. Yeah. It's like you're, br- you're bringing her into the veil because she's tethered right now to the body, but you can kind of, like... But we'll I go into this like, room over here. Exactly. <laughs> and, Basically, uh, it's, like, it's like drawing her away a little bit, not giving her a path to the afterlife but just far enough away that we're able to communicate Mm -hmm. um and i would say that the uh so i'm looking into like a side mirror like like a vanity mirror Mm -hmm. and i can see her over my left shoulder that's cool yeah uh and i say um my sister has seen what you've seen and felt what you felt Obadiah has betrayed us. And uh, the he will suffer for it. But I will have to we will have to tether you, leave you tethered to your body in the meantime while we deal with the with the current threat before we can restore your form. And um, it is not our intent to have you suffer unnecessarily, but we cannot all be open and uh, and vulnerable while we are attacked on multiple fronts. Now how does she take that? Um, and you can see that, like, she's pissed at first, but then I explain, like, about the uh the sisters of the queen mary and i say like we're not just looking at uh at and a petty move by the uh by the circle of five this is a multi-front we're about to enter into a war we need to shore up our defenses is she able to give you any more information um, and I think she knows because she's been dealing with a circle of five for a long time. Yeah. So she can actually tell me where their haven is and how to get into it. Hmm. 
because she's been stocking up that information. Okay. Is that the Queen Mary? The five is so. the Obadiah one. Oh, that's the, oh, the five. Okay. And I think she's going to be more focused on Obadiah. Yeah. She, okay. like, understands the Queen Mary thing, but she's like, whatever, this is a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wants to focus on revenge and Obadiah so she, she can, like, get back to her normal form. And try to push the, the narrative control a bit, but where is the hearth for the Circle of Five? Did we say, what have we established about them before? Very like, little. Anything? Very little. Um, just that they were another storm coven. I am going to say that they are in... Um, they have their haven in downtown. Okay. At the... Um, there's a bar there called like Seven the Grand that's kind of like a little like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their haven is in Seven the Grand. Uh, all right, I'll need help with that then. Urban. And there's a I don't remember a ton about it, but it's just a swanky bar. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like rad. at a like it's like a hipster. It's a hipster it bar. Has, okay. It has buckhorns. Yeah, lots it's of, a lots whiskey of ten, bar. Twelve pointers yes. on the wall. Yeah. Exactly. So like then, um, I gotta get out more. The way that. <laughs> I mean, it's no Edison. <laughs> it is no Edison. But the but the way that she told me to get in is like a secret, um, is a secret back entrance, like through a, an adjoining building. And so, when the commune is over, she has to descend back into that finding terrific pain that is uh, just kind of overwhelms her, and then all consciousness is gone. But she's still tethered. So, so long as her spirit is there, we can fix this. So your narrative confirms that it was the Circle of Five. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know where they are. I mean, and if they, they were going to war with, now. if they were going to go to war with this uh, <laughs> Queen Mary Circle, then they would probably want to dispatch of you guys get out of the way. So it is. Dirty. I want to do to Obadiah what he did to Antoinette. I want that too. We have to be careful that the pendulum doesn't swing too far in either direction here. Uh, we don't know if Obadiah is doing this willingly or unwillingly. We need to make sure that he isn't just a pawn. And there needs to be a reaction, but it needs to be equal. We can't just be overreacting and wiping out the entire coven for the actions of one member of their coven. We're Understood. In, we're in deep when Effie is the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> but willing or unwilling, Obadiah has inflicted great harm upon our mother. Yes. An eye for an eye is perfectly balanced. And that's what I am An eye for a head is entirely different. I am offering uh, a premature bled-out mummification for a premature bled-out mummification. I'm all right with that. I love that it's premature. (laughs) Like, it'll happen eventually. We're just going to do it first. Um, Before you continue, uh, I want to say thank you to Greg and Eugene for being super awesome and uh, taking us into the second half. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. Oh, wow, that Eugene with the big bucks. We're not not supposed to do that. Greg has big bucks, too. Greg has big bucks, too. Everyone has bucks. 
<laughs> Everybody has big buck energy. Hey, we cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> you other witches can't deny. <laughs> All right. So uh, that essentially closes the. Um, I'm trying to stop. <laughs> it's in your head uh, now, right? <laughs> I mean, I got the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, the witch walks in with a little bit of <laughs> lace <laughs> and the tailbook <laughs> in, in your face. face. I get sprung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm and now not I'm sorry. There. <laughs> not even a little. Nope. That was the meeting. <laughs> I think that scene's over. Unless yeah. there was anything else. Were you, you going to do a ritual? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we need a ritual. I have... I, I'm of two minds here. Uh, she, she told Antoinette that uh, we we can't do the ritual because we have to go get the bad guys. But you don't have to do what she told. Well, we can yeah. do the ritual, and I, I have it just a, because he said it was going to take a week. I okay. have I have a solution for that. If an eye for an eye is what we're all agreed with, certainly taking the life force of one Obadiah to re to help our our maiden is certainly fair. So if we can get him back here, I think we can um, rectify this situation for Antoinette and exact revenge at the same time. Hmm. Whatever gets us to where we need to be to enact said revenge, I am here for. Because this is... I got a little taste of that, and it is not pleasant. I just want to make sure that he's not being used by some other force and is, a, is an unwilling pawn in someone else's master plan, because that would be unfair to punish someone who isn't in control of his senses. Well, we won't find that out standing around talking about it. No, we it. won't. <laughs> Let us go. Okay. Well, now we're going to do... Um, do we still have things? or we are, We're going to go into a new chapter. Okay. So any conflicts that are still in play will leave. Um, I think they're all resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get more plot points. And I did screw up your move there earlier. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. I screwed up my move, too. <laughs> <laughs> because I should have so, paid the coin when I failed to roll. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah that's all right. Uh, if you want to pass these around, everybody but gets one. But this is a better story. Mm-hmm. Oh, here. There's... Does anybody want the Chuck E. Cheese one? Oh, yes. sure. Oh, okay. I already have one. <laughs> <laughs> what do I got? What do I got? These are fun. Where did you get all these? Uh, various Kickstarters and pocket sinks. <laughs> Murder. What? There's this, uh, one of my favorites, which you can see here. This is actually a die, and you spin it. Oh, that's so cool. It. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. awesome. Um, I mean, technically manslaughter, I think. Yeah, I was talking about how he got the coins. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay. crime of opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is a new chapter, so uh, we're, we're going to go into the mission. Now, I, I'm not clear what the mission is, but this is the thing that you need to do to get the thing done. Um, well, we're going to discuss that right now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that, 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 that's a whole new chapter. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll open it up with where we left off, because we're just like, okay, we're, we can't just stay here. Now what? Chapter 2. Now what? <laughs> the assault. Which is get stitches. Which is get stitches. How long have you been holding on to that? <laughs> that was hers. That was hers. Like, that was hers. A dude just repeated what I said in store. That <laughs> was hers. I was busy reading it. All I heard was him say it. I know. I'm joking with you. <laughs> Thank you, Brent. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. Woohoo.
Um, my character is kind of shattered at this point. Oh yes, you just and, lost your sister and, and the Don of the gang. And the Don? Yeah, you know. Yes. Don Culion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she is very out of sorts, and so. When we start a new chapter, do we um, still remain with whatever uh, magic we had from before? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just so want to make get, sure yeah, if anything resets at all when you start a new chapter. One thing I forgot to do is that when you make moves, you're supposed to be moving along your aspects. Uh, and since I forgot that, you can go ahead and pick what aspects you want to start this chapter with. Okay. But going forward, we need to remember to, like, if you do a severity move and you succeed, you're going to go more towards crone. And um, oh. if you fail, oh, yeah, okay. so that, that, that doesn't like, really apply to this craft, but yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's, so uh, we're on the outside of the circle. Yeah, and that was a very big part of the game that I completely forgot to do because I'm still using the GAN mechanics in my head. So we'll uh, we'll get through cool. it. Well, I'm going to take that opportunity then to shift where I'm at. Yeah. So if you want to change your arc or your um, your aspect, go ahead. At this point, because um. I'm mad and I'm going to do things. <laughs> the crone comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have. Uh, so you're broken, shattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably going to need some time. I'm going to move to the maiden. You're going to what? Move to the maiden. Okay. Maiden. I, f- I feel as though I need to help him. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're out of balance here, and I need yeah. to make sure because he's she's not going to be very effective in this. In this way, so I have a power here, but it's a little unclear. Maybe, maybe this is a note that you may want to clear, which mm-hmm. is bring peace to a situation with discord, anger, or resentment. That works right here, very well. Yes. Yeah. So they're they're on purpose, vague, so that you can apply them. Am I bringing things. peace to a situation using discord or anger? No. Or am I am I bringing peace to a situation that involves discord, anger, or resentment? Right. Okay. So yeah. I I feel the need to try to solve his his wound. Salve his wounds, <laughs> um, his anguish. Yeah, just to level him out so he can think clear. She can think. I'm sorry. I she can she. think it's clearly. Okay. I get it. So how does the how does the magic? Work? What's the ritual look like to do that? And um, how much time are you going to put into it? Well, hmm. I mean, a good rule of thumb is if it takes you an hour, the effects of the spell should last about a day. If you really do something significant and special, it can be permanent. But. Uh, you know, it, it would be temporary relief because it's not actually fixing the problem. It's sort of it's a it's a panacea. Yeah. Are you talking about your? It, would it be possible for us to merge? You can do a like my ritual. blessing with his blessing. Sure. I'm it's I don't see why not. Sure. Or her, because that's your character. Sorry, my bad. Also, your coven has magic too, but you need three people to do that. Um, I can't remember what they are. Oh, right. I didn't know our coven had its own thing. So the maiden magic is you cause widespread magical destruction wherever you are physically present for the next week. <laughs> um, that's we what I also want that. <laughs> you can conjure supernatural creatures. Uh, you can cause the sudden death of any mundane person you encounter. So there's different things you can do as a coven. Uh, and I'll see that those apply in this situation necessarily. Yeah, but... We'll find a but way. I feel like this mayhem might ensue <laughs> later. Murder hobo. Yeah. So, I do mean, we send a beast to destroy this uh, cut rate bar and the coven beneath it? Well, will that send the rat scurrying? 
for what us I was to take action? Hoping mm. to do is my character's not discreet. Because one of the things <laughs> with laws of the cra- like the, one of the laws of Hecate is that life for life resurrection must be balanced by sacrifice. Yeah. So the idea that you had to balance like to use Obadiah's life force makes really good sense. But my blessing is return a spirit to their body and resurrect them from death as long as the body is habitable and can sustain life. I so if you can fix that, fix the body. I can't. Oh, interesting. I can put the spirit back in. I can do that. <laughs> now, <laughs> do we want to let the the boat witches and the circle of five fight? I think that if we can assert that we are stronger than the circle of five, that the um, coven of the um, the sisters of the Queen Mary will get the message. And, and if they don't, and we we'll will take care of them later. And we will be expended. Hmm? And we will be expended. In what way? We will spend our energy oh. to do this and it may be easier to escalate the problem they're having. I'm trying to think of what my sister would say to and well, your sister I, w- I would say you're trying to speak in riddles like she does. Just come out and say it. What do I you want to do? I would say we destroy Long Beach Port and we flip the table and nobody has toys now because I'm pissed. That hurts us, you know. That hurts all yeah. of us. That's not a very balanced solution at all. I think we need to come up with something that that balances out this ag- and still fulfills our agenda. I can go down and we can easily make the laws pass so that that whole thing is fixed. I'm not entirely sure that the coven is is behind this. We need more information on that on the, the sisters of Queen Mary if they're into, if they're behind this. Well, I'm more worried about the fact that he decided to come in here on our in our hearth and take out Antoinette underneath our, our noses. That is that is a severe infraction, and it seems like an act of desperation. It's very uncharacteristic, and, I, and I'm feeling like we need to explore that more than we need to worry about Long Beach at this moment. I agree. Hmm. But Raish talked to her, and she, she said it was him. Yes, exactly. Which is why we're going to go after him and get them where they... We are hitting their coven. We are going to take his life force to Long Beach is a distraction right now. Long Beach can be handled in a mundane way. I think I I can just go to the council. I think a distraction is what we need. We're running running short on time. We need to get his body and get him here to heal Antoinette faster, sooner rather than later. The longer her spirit is chained to that body, the worse it is. You're right. And the longer her body is... Well, and the other benefit here is if we can consolidate some power and show that we are stronger than Obadiah is, perhaps we actually add to our numbers with fellow Sisters of the Storm. I recommend that we, as a coven, summon a fey creature to bring Obadiah here, where we can conduct our rituals upon him. You can do that. I like, it. I like it, it better if he destroys their coven in the meantime, but whatever is most expedient. The catch is everybody needs to be in Mother Aspect, or at least three do. 
I can do that. I can switch back and forth without problems. Mm-hmm. I am solidly in Chrome. Yep. <laughs> and I went to Maiden in order to. You guys are in. So we were. Okay. Well, is everyone willing to pay a charm to get into Mother? That's a lot of charms. It's not. F- well, it's not for me. <laughs> But it is for you all. It is for everyone else. <laughs> I'd much rather go down there. And I can bring some back up. I was about to say, uh, we do have a very well-sated... Um, Vampire army. Yeah. Ange- Angelica is clearly one of my closest friends here, but there are others. And as we know, uh, other covens don't seem to enjoy being around the vampires as much as I do. So I say we go and hit them where it hurts. I agree with my sister. All right. I just want to blow some shit up. Then let's go down to their bar. I'll make a quick call and get some backup to assist us. They can watch the exits. Because I think we need to go in and deal the damage. You were talking a full-on assault in downtown. They're not going to expect it. Well, they're... And the mortals will never notice the difference. (laughs) Just another Saturday. But what my sister will say is that this will put us in a week. Yes. Your sister wants to be alive again. This will put us in a weakness. She would want her voice heard. This will put us in a weakness. I literally just talked to her. She wants to be alive again. I know. And she wants revenge against Obadiah. And if we can bring her back, that is yet another show of our abilities. So, um, dumb question. Mechanics. Um, can somebody kind of spirit Obadiah back if we can get a hold of him? That's what I were saying. If we could summon, I, I, yeah. I know, I know. Um, well, and the other d- thing do is, we just hop on Metro. <laughs> the gold line takes us right there, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right to Colorado. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to understand yeah. the plan. No, uh, once we have obtained Obadiah, yes, we do need to figure out some sort of transport. Are we able to take his essence while he is there. incapacitated? Right. I could. Anybody have a large duffel bag? <laughs> A drained body is considerably lighter. I mean, we 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 have a, uh, a pawn shop. We have body. anything we want. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> um, the question is, I'm going to spend a coin to create. Can I spend a coin to like just create an artifact for us right now? Yeah, of course. That means like, you have narrative control, so you can just I'm take the. I'm going to spend wings. a coin to say that we have um, as part of our like stash. Um, that there is a covered chalice that can hold uh, with like a like if we put in, if we fill the chalice with his blood that I can um, that it also will hold his life force inside of it 
that the uh, that's what the artifact is made to do. Into it. That's awesome, and it checks the box that Stork was after at the beginning of the game. That we have an awesome magic thing. Yeah. Where did and it we come can from? Choose it sounds like the Holy Grail. Wisely. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have the carpenter sign. The stars, and we got the stuff on the back shelf. <laughs> as long as it's chalice with the palace, and not the vessel with the pestle. Because yeah. chalice with the palace is the fl- uh, and the flame with the dragon is the brew that is true. Yes. Mm. Nailed it. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to say that it came from. Uh, it is a, a. It's actually like a, more of a, like a um, ancient Chinese bowl. Okay. That was covered and actually like was cr- originally created to be like a rice bowl, um, and then it was taken in by a uh, a coven of witches who imbued it with its magical power and passed it along. Okay, that's good. It like. The connections between food and rice and life, mm-hmm. and they used that to Aww. to make it a uh, to make it a vessel that could hold like someone's spirit inside of it. Um, but it, it's a very witchy thing yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I like it. <laughs> cool. Uh, so you have this bowl. Um, you just need a body and blood. Well, we know where to find that. Let's get started. So, uh, I have to see what that scene looks like. There's always that scene, especially in good witch movies, where the coven is, like, strutting down a street looking badass somewhere, you know? <laughs> we are the weirdos, mister. <laughs> we have, uh, yeah, I was going to say we have a slow mo montage yeah. in the craft where they're all looking yeah. serious and walking <laughs> into the camera. Like hair blowing, you yeah. know? being all badass. So. As we walk to the goal line and then pay our, for our tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how are you getting down there? So I gonna... leave Abe to watch the store. Okay. Alright. Um, how plugged in is he to all of this? Um, he knows we're going to the mattresses, as okay. it were. Yeah. And um, he will kind of Make sure that nobody's coming in who's not supposed to come Got in. Got it. And I, th- I'm pretty certain he should be aware of my sister' mm-hmm. state. Is, is all of this cool over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure out if hearths have their own sort of protections anyway, or do they come pre-protected? From not outside enough. Stuff or not really. No. <laughs> it's just whatever magic you use. To, yeah, it, it, it's. Just where you... It's your home base. That's I got it. I got it. We'd have to set up our own protection. Well, you have. You want to spend? I want to spend a coin to get us a ride. And I have an idea. <laughs> Please. You have part of a plan. So I... Oh, I have a full plan. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's plan. It's real. Um, so I call up uh, some of the vampires. Okay. That I um, am friendly with. And let them know that... Uh, there's uh, an issue that I could use their assistance with. They will be mostly muscle, which is fine, but um, we actually need to get down there somehow and transport them as well, so we need something that's a large enough vehicle, and uh, fortunately, with their connections, they go ahead and bring the hearse around. Nice. (laughs) Not a lot of seating in a hearse. (laughs) There is in the back if you pack people in. There's no coffin in the back right now. And it's hearses been, it's are good been, for packing people. It's like a post-market hearse with like you know a mini bar and mm-hmm. 
Oh, it's oh, like yeah, a hearse limo? Yeah, like yeah. a hearse limo. It's like, a they have stretch like a, hearse. They have some Oneg in a bottle, you know. Yeah, some like I, I imagine that they've... <laughs> this is... They're, they're more... Uh, uh, luxury vehicle that they have and they probably like rent it out for parties and stuff too um, just as a, a novelty um, but it is actually very useful. They make a killing during prom season. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, while we're doing the, a bad humor thanks Mike for getting back on the board. Wow. Mike Love is, it. That's awesome. Uh, He's going to get all the things. <laughs> He wants all the things. He can have all the things. Yeah, so they, they bring around the hearse, and it's actually been painted like this like nice, chromy red color, and they've put fins on it. What music are they playing? Uh, they're playing... Um, uh, I actually recently saw this band called Hylum that is a Nordic folk metal-ish band. It's a little esoteric, but uh-huh. delightful, and I, I think they're playing some of that. I can picture that in my mind. Nordic folk metal. Well, truly, I mean, isn't Nordic folk metal anyway? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so the, this this red hearse is going, blasting down the 110 into downtown as the buildings are passing by. Nordic folk metal blasting on the MP3 player. I don't know. It took the magic away. But they're going well, they've to... Got, they've got it, so it, it runs the Bluetooth from their phone. Oh, okay. So then they can... Yeah, yeah they they got a nice stereo system in there. And they're going to... What's the bar? Seven, Seven grand. grand. All right. So how's the, how's the approach look? Since uh, you know more about this than I do. So there's a building next door. That's how you get in, right? Yeah, so... Um, there's also an alleyway in the back. Mm-hmm. And there's an upstairs, downstairs. But she, uh, mm-hmm. Antoinette said you had to go in... Mm-hmm. We're going to go in through the connecting building mm-hmm. um, because basically, like, it's like, okay, cool, there's, you know, the regular entrance for people, like, customers, and then there's the entrance for, like, staff, and then they built in, like, another, like, kind of hidey hole entrance that actually goes to where they hang out. Um, but the way that you get to it is through the adjoining building. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that same idea that, like, Stork had brought up earlier where we would have like the antique shop and the pawn shop and like connects in the back. Right. So they hid their they hid their haven in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Um, so we come down and like it's a pretty busy intersection, but we go in the alley in the back, go through the building next door, upstairs, and it connects through. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe um, it connects through like a tunnel that we can't see, sort of like like um, it's a like illusion. A, yeah, oh, like cool. the nine and three quarters kind of platform thing, where but it's to the other building. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Thank you. Who are we looking for? We're looking for Obadiah, who, right? No, who are the other four? Um, no, you know them. We know uh, them. the superior is Florence, um, who looks a lot like Betty White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's Hikari. Uh Obadiah is Lilith. Uh, Jacqueline, uh, they have a hag. Jacqueline. Karen. Karen is there. <laughs> and Terry. Karen and Terry are new. Um, they don't know them very well. Uh, you are currently all feeling Uh-oh. a Hakati curse descend. Son of a bitch. Descend. You know that you are being uh, descending upon you. like yeah. It's like uh, a heavy air enveloping you. And you will succumb if you don't figure out a way out of this. You know, you know the spell you're being cast. Somebody is casting this... Uh, um, 
It is a crone curse. Oh, they're trying to make us zombies. This you can kind of feel the stench of death envelop your lungs, and you're starting to feel this weakness and this weight descending. Uh, this mother superior is Hakati, so this is probably coming from her. You don't know of any other Hakatis in this coven. What can we do? Um, um, can I immediately protect a subject from harm? Does the subject include all of us? Yeah. So that's wide enough. So I can yeah. switch then to Maiden, and it's Tara with a frown, just for those of you who want to read along at home. Tara with a frown, wisdom. Switch to Mother and immediately protect uh, a subject from harm. That's great. What do I need to roll for that? Uh, the You don't have to spin because you're Tara. So you roll, though, which is... Um, I forget. Is it... What, what, what kind of... It said wisdom. It's a wisdom. Okay, so roll your wisdom. But at disadvantage, because it's a lunar. One plus one. Year. Mm-hmm. So am I rolling three dice? Rolling three and picking the, the lowest two. At three and three again. So six plus one is seven. Minus one, so six. Oh. Is that right? Minus one? No, no minus one. No minus one? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Okay. So, woo-hoo, barely though. Um, what, what does it look like when you change forms like that? As Tara, you know, just for you at home, if you're not familiar, Tara is sort of the beauty of that goddess or that tradition even is that they, the, the goddess completely changes form based on what is needed at that moment. Well, because I'm only 32 and it, it doesn't change that. When you go from crone, you get from you know, sort of severe and sort of hunched over a bit more right. to, to mother, mother, which is much more, you know, much more of a mother-like. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that I, I look a little more Zoftig. Okay. Uh, and have the aura of, of care comes out there. My eyes are brighter, mm-hmm. and it's it's very much much more. Oh, oh. and what does it look Sweet. like when you cast? How do you cast a spell like that? It's okay. It's okay. Oh, come yeah. to mother. Everything will be fine. I've got hugs for all of you. And you and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> cookie hugs. What? Soda bar? No. Are they biscuits or cookies? They'd be biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um, you feel the weight kind of lift. And the, the, your life force sort of snaps back in, mm. and it, it's almost like a black smoke that just collects and then blows back past this wall, which is the solutionary portal. And then these um, shutters that you didn't see before close, snap shut. Well, that's not very nice, is it? I suppose next time we should check for traps. <laughs> Roll to check for traps. <laughs> Speaking of which, I uh, check my awareness and I try to understand a problem. Where are we going to find this guy? Okay. Can I jump in and do that? Yeah, please. Uh, that is a conflict you are confronting, which is two front war would work. One more time. What did you just uh, say? You need to confront a conflict. So, two front war, I think, is our conflict. Okay. Or assassination, either one of those. Um, and we just got rid of you were all cursed, correct? Yes, yes. that's done. So I roll against assassination, mm-hmm. and it's still three dice. Not for regular moves. That only applies to magic. Okay. So uh, you are just rolling normal. Uh, plus your wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a ten. Okay. Nice. You have narrative control, so you tell me what's going on. Um. So we just pass through a sorry, not a glyph 
a, 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 a barrier, a mm -hmm. magical barrier. An award. Uh, award, mm -hmm. thank you. And um, they know we're here, and they're suddenly alert as we walk in. And um, they're Betty White, I mean Florence, <laughs> <laughs> is getting to a safe position. And Obadiah is leaping to the floor to see who's here. Um, Karen and Terry are like, what's going on? Is this that thing? <laughs> are they still in the, are they all in the bar? Um. Or are they like in the upper offices or? They were having a meeting about oh. what happened. Okay. Um, and Florence is um, not happy. Ooh. Because she knows that we're coming. And so we we're catching them like So you th this was just a regular moment. So you you're, you're hearing them through the walls at mm -hmm. this meeting and you know what's going on. So what do you do? Um I let everybody know they're all here. Good. Let them see what happens. I can resolve this with uh, with the least amount of conflict. He's currently in the form that I am. Blue Terra. You take on a horrifying, monstrous anger, a horrifying form of monstrous anger, lashing out at those around you. Victims of your wrath will flee and seek shelter, fearing to look upon you again. That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> but it will it, it will be the quickest and cause the least bloodshed. I'm that we can, this. That we can I'm just into it. grab Obadiah and and this is all we want. Hmm. I think you have a. Solid. Right. Just get me in front of them and we'll scare the snot out of them. Hmm. <laughs> I use a C in magic to differentiate it from mundane magic. Oh, nice. Uh, Obi is casting magic. So, uh, yeah, so you... Just go. Are you going in? How, how are you? The yeah, shutters we were closed. This, we need to get this done quick. Okay. I am going to. I don't want to give them any more time to, to collect. Yeah. That's we why need, I put down that conflict. Needs to be a blitz yeah. screen. And right. I want to move against that conflict okay. as well to say, uh, because I'm in my maiden form now, and I'm going to um, curse Obadiah. But it like, um, and it says the subject spirit is condemned while the curse is in effect, and all harm they do returns threefold. <laughs> so uh, this is a short spell because you're casting it ad hoc. So the more time you put into it, the more effective it can be. So how much time are you going to put? I'm in? not. This is a counter spell kind of situation. Yeah. So like, this is like the wands like are out. And <laughs> it's more like, like I'd like to think of it more as like a. Um, like, either from, like, the magicians or, mm -hmm. you know, like, a Doctor Strange kind of situation where it's, like, gestures and fingers and, like, and really crazy-ass shit. I like to think that, like, as siblings, we're sort of in tune and have, like, a two-hit kind of thing. So you're focusing on the quick thing to, to distract and get him uh, where he needs to be so I can work on my spell, which is probably going to take longer. Exactly. Yeah. It's, like... Incapacitate so that you can come in for that blow. Do you guys need anything to help out with that? 
Well, you're taking care of literally everyone else. Okay. Well, I have one other thing I can do, which is bring forward unfathomable wealth and resources. <laughs> I'd like to see what you do with that. Uh, <laughs> your, so your magic so far has been like gestures. The Hakati tends to be kind of ceremonial. Mm-hmm, what exactly. does yours look like? Oh, um, I have a boot knife. And so I pull that out and immediately just slice my hand because I specialize in blood magic. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. And are you doing something too? I'm not sure if what I can do. They're they're already sort of doing their own thing. I can bring forth resources if you need them. Mm. Well, you're doing that thing with the. I am. The yeah. crazy like. Well, I can aspect. I can do that. Now. I mean, are they in the next? Uh, where are they? Yeah, they're in the the room over that's been blocked off All by right. the shutters. Right. But you can hear or you heard that Obadiah is casting a spell. All right, yes. I'm just going to march forward then, and I'm going to I'm going to turn this thing on. You guys are going to see. Remember Beetlejuice. Okay. When you shoot from the back and it's like these tentacles and stuff come out from yeah. the back, but you never actually see what happens. So as she's striding towards the room and is going to open up the door, tentacles and smoke and weirdness comes out from her face, but you don't actually see what it is. More and she's going to throw open the door and in the lowest, creepiest voice ever says, We are here to exact revenge. Obadiah, we have come for you. And so spell. before you roll, right. uh, you get your spell out. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so that is a seven. Okay, high enough. Oof. <laughs> just made it. All right, so um, can I just spend a token to actually have the succeed? Yeah, that will do. Then that. that means you have narrative control, but you go after her. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. all right. So, uh, before we get to that, the um, the curse sticks. You feel it stick, um, and that. But the, but he realizes what it is. There's actually kind of a momentary connection, and he stops his spell. So, good news. Not going to curse you. Bad news. He's not going to get the threefold back on himself. I, I just need the opportunity for my sister to do her work. And that is... You're, you're buying time for her? Okay, so then I guess you would go first. Well, no, I'm not. I'm oh. actually got the, I've got the coup de grace, I think. Oh, uh, okay. What is it you're doing? Oh, I'm gonna curse him horribly. Go for it. Go for it. For, yeah, have her do it first. Okay. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. <laughs> uh, ever since I got this character sheet. <laughs> this is the thing you wanted to do? Yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, I have to roll three dice, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's the new moon. That was kind of a bad, bad decision on my part. Nice. <laughs> that is a thirteen. Wow. Oh, you don't get that for magic, uh, just on moves. But but is you do it have is a magical control. thirteen? Yeah. Wow. So um, you get narrative control. You reward. Oh yeah. Hi. Uh, so I'll read this move for those at home. <laughs> uh, curse severity. Uh, the subject will bleed out of all body orifices until they painfully die. Um, so good. We need the blood. Yes. Um, so Gina strides in and like dramatically like kicks back her cloak that she's wearing, pulls out her boot knife, slices her hand, and like runs the blood over her own face just like mad dogging Obadiah and um, like the blood absorbs into her and then like as soon as it does that it's like the blood starts pouring out of Obadiah just like he is he is turned into a fondue fountain of blood 
collapsing and screaming, I'm sure. Oh, uh, obviously. Although, um, it's less of a scream and more of a gurgle. <laughs> Since that's an orifice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you're choking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then... But he wore his black cloak today, so, you know, it's it'll be fine. <laughs> his hair could only get cleaner. No remorse. Uh, and then Tara comes in with this... Some some Lovecraftian horror look that nobody's ever really seen, but we don't really see because from the back, it's just sort of some Lovecraftian horror that puts the fear of the father into the other who can't get out of their coven out of their hearth fast enough. So you have narrative control. What happens? I mean, uh, obviously, um, Snape they, is down, but whatever whatever <laughs> spells they were in, they're stopping. They're they're scrambling. To get out of this place and out of this, and they're they're just literally f- scurrying and fleeing like rats, and uh, knocking stuff over in their haste. Are you, is, are you all going to let them run out? Because they will. Uh, yes. Actually, we got backup, right? We do have backup. Um, There's sacrifices coming. Uh, I mean. I'm wondering if if anything I say is even going to matter, considering the horror that they have just witnessed. Well, there's a move called Make a Stand, which I'm going to do if you don't. Because that's what I was going to do, is actually say something, especially since I've just, like, made this guy, like, bleed out horribly. (laughs) And, uh, can I I do that? Um, Or... Yeah, I don't. Why don't or, you, or, yeah, since, yeah, since actually, you got yeah. the the good the good blood sport, why don't we go and see what, what you're standing? I'm going to make a stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What are you What are you doing to make a stand? Um, I say, Florence, we can end this now, an eye for an eye, or we can destroy you all. <laughs> nice. We did not come into your home to hurt anyone, but Obadiah, who has transgressed. So you're doing the um, assassination? No, I'm doing the make a stand. Uh, okay. what, which conflict? Um, oh, uh, I think it's assassination, right? Did we resolve that already? I don't think we did. Uh, I rolled against it already. Uh-huh. That was my awareness. Yeah, and you resolved but it. But this is, this is not a spell. This is a roll. Right. So the two front war. <laughs> okay. On, on spells, you don't have to worry about the conflicts, but the moves you do. All right. And that's a 10, 11. You guys are rolling so well. It's all going your way. All right. Everything what does she do? coming up uh, <laughs> storm. <laughs> Everything's coming up storm. <laughs> so at this point, when you said that, they were running. Right. So she among them. Well, I think Terry and Karen didn't actually get into it for all of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we... I, I could we could modify it slightly because it actually is in here in your description. It says they uh, they flee and seek shelter, right. uh-huh. so they could easily be cowering. Yeah, because they yeah. there's there's no other way out of here except the way we came in. Maybe well, so they're, yeah, cowering. they're upstairs. They could go downstairs into the bar. Right. So um, Florence, um, there's Mother Superior, makes a quick mental calculation and says. You didn't have to come into our coven. You could have called. <laughs> he crossed a line. Oh, so they weren't behind it. Interesting. If, if you stop now and 
we will not retaliate ourselves. She's not really in a place to to, to negotiate. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so while this is while this is all happening, Hakati here. Sorry, I'm calling you by your craft now, but there's a reason that you know this is happening. Uh, s- somebody is trying to resurrect a spirit down below in the bar. You can feel the tug of uh, Obadiah's spirit, kind of I am going being pulled back into the body. I am going to uh, entrap it in the bowl, like scoop up the blood and slap that lid on it. I love it. All right, you so throw, this you is throw the pokeball. Let's see if you can do it. Be- yeah, basically. Let's see if you can do it before whoever's casting that spell. Awesome. Um, and what move would that be? Uh, enforce my will. Yes, yeah, enforce your will, or uh, or actually lash out. Yeah, like. either one of those would work. It's the same move, basically. Okay. Uh, oh, but we don't have a conflict. So the conflict obviously is that this is happening. However, did anybody do anything against Obi casting magic? No, I did. Mm-hmm. No, you I did. counterspell. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we need to be more diligent about moving the conflicts down. So, uh, I can make a conflict for you. So you did this and took care of these two. So, right now, we don't have any conflicts. Um, here's a coin, if you don't have one. No, it's fine. If I he's just going to make a conflict, I can make it, but, that, that, but you can choose it. to make you, it yourself you and, make and, and, and change the story a bit, because I have a particular agenda here. Well, I'm, I'm interested I'll to give see you what a po- I'll give you a curtain. You know, I can do it and give you a coin. <laughs> this is that that, that fake thing that store hates. Exactly what's going on here. <laughs> but I'll give you a coin if 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 I if I do the the conflict. Yeah, do it because I want to see what happens. Like right. I want the I want to see what we we are awesome, and I want to see how much more awesome. I mean, you're you're not kidding. The witches can destroy cities. Yeah, Literally, I'm looking at my power set. And I'm like, holy smokes! Yeah, I've got other beautiful powers <laughs> that I'd love to use. Right? So you have to think about the narrative consequences of them. Right. Um, exactly. And I want some consequences. We've been um, very much in the driver's seat here, and I would like to see what happens a little bit less. I'm Good. using um, I'm using the traditional spelling of Fey before anybody yells at me. Actually, wouldn't it be F A E because it's old English? Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> no, there was a big, there was a lot of silence. I thought I'd fill it up with something. Okay, a fae is casting the spell. So that's the conflict you're confronting. Great. I am still the quickest and most effective thing for me to do. And we don't actually know what's happening. To, you're the only one. Yeah, is to trap that spirit because I can. Mm-hmm. You have this the is chalice. like a, I have the chalice mm-hmm. at. It is like this is a a thing that I know will work. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah, and it's two dice this time since it's not magic. Mm-hmm. And then plus your uh, severity. Severity. Thank you. Cool. And that is a twelve. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. You get two out of that one. Uh, <laughs> conflict is resolved. <laughs> well, for now, keep it around because well, I like, come back. Yeah, I was about to say it's like. A temporary mm-hmm. resolve, like yeah. the phase casting. The it's spell. resolved. The, the way it works in the game is resolved for this chapter. Nobody can confront it again. This chapter. Okay, but, I see. But giving us a one shot, this is probably. How are we on time? We got an hour. Okay, about a little less. Good. Yeah, cool. All right. So, uh, what happens? You have narrative control. Okay, great. I'm gonna um, 
like while you're talking to Florence and she makes her counter offer and I feel this kind of prickling and also like let's be real Obadiah's going out fast so I I like stride in like it's almost like a like more of a glide float in what are you wearing I gotta see what this looks like in the <laughs> movie I am this, this is a slow like motion the, moment um, like a uh, a very finely cut suit mm-hmm that uh, that has a like tails. Mm. Awesome. So it's not quite a tuxedo, but it has more than just like a regular suit, especially for the celebration. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Raisha had, had gotten a little more dressed up, mm-hmm. and so I, as I come through, like it's like a stride glide kind of look, and the tails like come out. Um, behind them, and I go, and I, like, kneel down and and scoop up the blood as it comes from, like, it's, like, kind of a combination of, like, there's a pool of blood, and I gather some of that as I gather the last bit of blood coming out of his mouth and put the lid on all the while completely spotless. There is not a drop of his blood where I don't want it to be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, w- you can still kind of see, at least uh, peripherally, what's going on with the spirit. What's going on with the spirit? Uh, his spirit is, like, as I take the blood up, it's gathered, like, it's like the spirit um, coalesced into that section of blood. And, like, those last drops that are coming from his mouth are, like, the last bits of his spirit that were left in his body, and when I clap the uh, the lid on, it severs the connection to his, the rest of his body. The body's dead. They got the soul, the spirit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Phyllis, right? Uh, Ella. No, no Florence. Florence, Florence. Is, uh, is is trying to broker her way out of this mm-hmm. situation. There's Faye involved somewhere downstairs. The uh, other coven is completely terrified and is hiding. In fact, so is the mother superior. She's just trying to put up a strong front, uh, but she's like backing away and terrified as this face. I'm assuming is continued. That's just what you look like right now, right? Right. This is all kind of happening simultaneously. Yeah, so yeah, right. I mean, it, it. It. I guess I could rein it in now that it's actually hit. The situation sort of for momentarily silent. Um, all of the witches here don't really feel anything else happening residually right mm-hmm. now, as whoever's behind this has lost their connection and is working on something. So what do you do now? Does Florence feel the fae? She, she is trying to okay. talk her way out of this. She didn't feel anything. But she, uh, she gave up. She gave Obadiah up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah she she's did. like, we're, we're good, right? She felt the fae. I'm just uh, curious. Yeah. Oh, the, no, she was the only one that did. Don't, okay. You don't know about Florence. Yeah. Um, and I say, like, huh. There are visitors from across the Vale. Where? Downstairs. Um. I want to know if. Uh, fair with this coven. I guess I could just ask them and see if they respond. Or if there's a divination you want to use real quick. If you don't have a particular divination, you can still divine. It's just going to be harder. 
Um, and everything's hard right now because the new moon. So yeah. Were you expecting visitors? Uh, it, it, the way she responds, you think she's talking about you. You know, no, no, we. I had no idea what I was doing. This. No visitors downstairs that aren't here for the whiskey. It. You actually kind of see her do a divination as she whispers it to herself and grabs her rosary. There's a fae here. Duh. You could work with us. She's looking at uh, Effie kind of I'm bringing it back. The <laughs> smoke is, 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 you know, filling away, and the, the tentacles are starting to, to yeah. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. He must have been compelled to do this. He must have been weak. The debt has been paid. An eye for an not, eye. Not until, and Antoinette not was until, weak. Not until we're done. Turn that down, but sorry. Better do a time check here. Okay, we're good so far. Yeah. Uh, right. So she says, "Okay, what now?" Let's go down and greet uh, our visitor here. I think half of us need to head back to our coven. Would you like our help protecting the corrupting influences in your coven? I think we all should figure out what's going on downstairs before any of us leave. We don't know what we're dealing with. Could be a gob, but it could be anything. Well, lead the way. I suppose we should go have a look. You know the trap doors and secret passages. Afraid not, really. (laughs) It's the stairs. Boring. How mundane. She takes off her uh, rosary, and there's like full-on crucifix. So you realize now she's using School of Mary at this point. Is uh, business open? No, it's eleven thirty. Okay, in the morning. No, at night. At night. Um, oh, that doesn't make sense. Of course, no. it would be open. <laughs> I was like, it's a bar. <laughs> you know, I, I can, I can say. I think part of my part of my thing with fear is 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 more than just the physical look. There's also just an aura of fear. So people have been leaving. All yeah, of a it's sudden just very weird in here tonight. Yeah, go? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I hear I the Edison is having some drinks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to hit the fire alarm. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's that's fair because you had narrative control at that time, so we can say that's true. It's just that people at Ground Zero get absolutely terrified. The rest of it, for their way, you guys are immune to it. When you go down into the bar, party trick. Yeah, the bar has been completely abandoned, Um, and behind the bar is um, devilish-looking chap wearing a bowler cap and a suit and a handlebar mustache. Why they're always English? (laughs) They're always English. All villains are English, and these, especially for us Irish lasses, (laughs) (laughs) wiping down, you know, a glass. Are we playing The Shining? <laughs> I, say I don't know character. that reference. I don't know that reference. Would you like a beer? A pint? Oh, boy. That's oh, you can't come any closer. That's right. I put up a ward. I forgot. I'm really conflicted because I really want a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts the beer down. 
Gee, how silly of you. Well, now that we're all here, maybe we should call it a night. You got your prey. I got my information. I think we can all just go home. Lovely seeing your faces here. So I'm still in Crone, and I want to do a divination to know what's going on. Um, I don't know that is a move. Uh, divination, yeah, it's a spell. So what's your divination spell in Crone? When you see a person, you see all that has happened to them, observing their life into my mind as if it were my own memories. Oh, well, yeah, that definitely so, works in this case. So, so go ahead and roll your... Well, you have uh, you have woe, so roll three and pick the lowest two. Okay. And then um, wisdom. And I'll fix my roll if it doesn't work out. So a lot of divination <laughs> happening, not enough like bloodletting. I don't know. Where are your vampire friends, by the way? Somebody just bled out of every orifice. <laughs> um, Twice in this game. My vampire friends are outside. Oh, okay, they're guarding the place. Okay. Oh, um, so uh, oh boy, I, that roll works. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. All right. <laughs> you know what? That, forget about that. That is a tactic in fate, which is uh, yeah, roll first and then yeah. pay the price. Right? <laughs> you might as well see what happens. All right, so uh, you you bought narrative control. Is that what just happened? Yeah. Okay. What happened? Um, he tries to resist as I put my arm out to him and um, he tries to hide the information that uh, I'm going to need some help. Um, Forces beyond our control are trying to... So what's the big plot? Oh, you're the one that's to decide the big plot. (laughs) (laughs) You can kick it to the table if you want. In our shipment... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> in Long Beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a specifically old Celtic device that allows you to control Fey. Excellent. And they are afraid of it falling into the coven's hands. We don't know that it's there. Uh-huh. We now suspect it's just in a magical way, but now we know <laughs> what the object is and what it looks like. Uh-huh. And that it's in the shipment that's being delayed currently at Correct. the port. Correct. See how I brought right. it all back in. Nice. <laughs> This is why I like this game. You guys do all of the work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Plot, please. And because uh, it was on a slow boat, they had some time to prepare for this. Right. And so they thought they'd pit us against so they, each other. Right. So they set up this thing in Long Beach to delay it and then pitted us against each other. Right. Okay. Um, was Philip involved in this? Who's Philip? Uh, <laughs> and he starts throwing making a gesture like he's closing a curtain. Uh, Uh-oh. What does that mean? Doing something. Yeah. Uh, A balance has been reached. No more needs to happen. We are all... Everything is done. A balance mm. has been achieved. <laughs> do you want to, st- you, you want to try to stop to go, him? You can, you, do a, I, you can do a move here if you're trying to stop him from just, doing what he's I'm doing. I'm just doing a statement. So oh, I, a move. Yeah. yeah. What have I got from the way I move? begin babbling everything that I'm saying. That's, that's make a stand. There's yeah, a why not? Let's yeah. try and make a stand. All right. And you're confronting the fact that the Fae is casting the spell. That. Okay. Yeah. No more needs to happen tonight. A balance has been reached. If you if you go any further, actions more action will have to be taken to balance. We, we don't have to use that artifact, but we will possess it. What are you talking anyway? <laughs> what artifact? That's double ones, I think. 
Oh, that's a very stork nope, thing to have. that's not. That's a six. See, I should get dice that can actually read. You got like feast and famine going on. So there. I got, I got a seven. Okay. On my move. Uh, he stops doing what he's doing. Oh, so you didn't order this device for your use? No. What is he talking about? So there is a <laughs> contraption on our shipment that will allow us uh, a level of control over the Fae. Well, this has all just been a horrible, terrible misunderstanding. I bid you farewell. And he's drawing another curtain again. Uh, not so fast. <laughs> That's what I thought. I didn't think you'd want him to go. No. Um, so I have a divination thing that I'm trying to figure out the best use for with it. Um, I think it's something that'll definitely like put him in his place to make him sort of stop and at least talk to us a bit longer. Okay. Um, my divination in Crone is um, you reveal to the subject um, and all those you choose that are connected with them, their untimely and violent ends. Ooh! That's deep! <laughs> I like it. So I, I want to cast that on him. Okay. You show them their greatest fear. <laughs> Who is this? Somebody has that. Let's see. I've got a plus one. Which is good because that gives me an eight. Okay, and you get to see this too, right? Uh, the vampires outside um, can smell the fey, and it smells like Sunday uh, lunch. beignets with powdered sugar. Yeah, that's about what Stu said. <laughs> Marshmallows or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they um, their untimely demise is when the vampires have lost their patience and just come in and devour him and cross over into the veil and keep devouring <coughs> until they're full. Mm-hmm. And it's a horrible, horrible demise for them. So that's what they see. That's what he sees. And all of whoever might... I don't know who else is there. Um, well, and you so don't know. He immediately stops... <laughs> Uh, broad vampires. I think you should call your friends. I'd also like. Why to would you bring vampires? <laughs> Why wouldn't I bring vampires? <laughs> They're very nice people. They're not people. They're oh, vampires are people too. You're one to talk. Such a don't be speciesist. Uh, so I he would, takes off his bowler hat and starts dabbing his sweat. So I would stick around unless you <laughs> want me to what ring the dinner bell. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. What now? So you foiled our plot. I thought you were trying to do something bad with that, and so we were going to stop you from doing that. It was a misunderstanding. By having uh, covens fighting each other. Was this better than us fighting them? Or You are very powerful, if you didn't notice. Oh, (laughs) believe me, we're aware. But I'm, you could have maybe perhaps had a civil conversation with us at some point instead of sowing mass chaos. I'm very sorry that uh, I may have gotten some ideas in certain witches' heads about killing other witches, but ultimately it's them that does it. I, you've already got... You have your justice How right there. How sorry are you? Oh, very. Enough to do something about it? You can make things right. What do you mean, make things right? If you're going to put ideas in people's heads, maybe we can have you put ideas in the right people's heads to fix this grievous error. And you can uh, help my sister. 
Okay, I don't have much of a choice. What is it that you, you would have, have me do? At this point, you have a choice. Soon you will not. <sighs> looking out the doors, he sees, you know, the... I, I don't know what the vampires are wearing. Pacing through. <laughs> Angelica, <laughs> I think you're needed up here. She's hungry, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know if she can hold herself. She did just eat. Yes. She did, but, but probably not enough. Not, not okay. a lot. And boy, they smell amazing. It's like dessert. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all the desserts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, 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 what would you What would you have me do? It's the first time she's ever smelled one too. It's like, what is this delicious thing I've just uh, discovered? <laughs> I just want to eat it so much. So I, I do believe that we have a uh, broken witch, as it were, that needs to be put back. Technically, we have two. Obadiah was an asshole to? anyway. Obadiah's an asshole. Like, do we? He's have a simple, manipulative, manipulative, manipulative asshole. But also, we have this pesky tax that did come about, and that is an issue that could be resolved very easily by a few whispers in the right ears. Oh, certainly, I'll do that right now. Have a good night. And he's trying to pull a curtain again. Do you let him? I start texting Angelica. <laughs> she does like the super vampire speed thing and is standing next to you just looking. Oh, I don't uh, I don't believe you've been introduced yet. I would love for you to meet my friend Angelica. Uh, okay. Okay. Takes a bar napkin. That signs an elaborate name. Mm-hmm. And it glows. My contract. So. Father's going to be pissed. Pour some whiskey. That is the meeting, or no, the mission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless there's something else you want to do. Well. <laughs> well, we're out of balance because we've gotten more than we than we needed. Oh Jesus! That's <laughs> what you get for having Atara in your group. Uh, I fine. I'll give him back. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, that should balance it out. Yeah, because because it needs to be a zero sum game here. Mm. <laughs> I get on the phone with Abe. Yeah. Is she okay? The uh, I, I don't know. It's just a dead woman. Your dead sister is dead. Can you check? Okay, he goes, comes back. She's still dead. Kind of like a mummy. It's creepy. Don't make me go in there again. All right. Stinks. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Sounded. Which is quick. Quick. So. What did the contract do? No, the contract was to go and fix the deal. And to fix. Was it? I mean, it, I don't know if we were clear. You guys were all talking in code. Do yeah, you want I, him I, to resurrect Angelica, or is this about fixing the? It was. It was both. He needed to fix both oh, the things. I missed that, that part, wrong. but he signed the contract, so he he will do that. All right. Yeah. So, all right. It's like, okay, can I go yeah, now? Sorry. Can I can I go? This is sort of a blank contract. Like the user of the signer of this contract will do what needs to be done. Kind of. Well, thing? the terms that were laid out. Okay. 
I just missed that first part, which makes sense. So he's drawing the curtain again. He's done everything that. And well, he's he hasn't left yet. But he's done what we've asked of him. He's we no, we we're kind of retconning a little because okay. yeah. So he has to go do it. So he draws the curtain to leave, and it's like reality splits open for a second, and there's some bluish purple light, and then he fades away. And the contract remains. In and there. then your I, phone I rings. Got it. Your phone rings. Yeah. <laughs> she's screaming in there. Something. Okay, I think she's back. Can you get her a blanket? Okay. 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 All right. She should smell better now. He hangs up. Thanks. Sorry, Angelica. I know that that probably smelled what really delicious. Was that? I want more. <laughs> that was a fake creature. And uh, <sighs> if there are more that misbehave, I'll see what I can do. Oh, I'm so hungry now. She starts looking around, and you've never seen her do this before. Like she's looking for prey. I think it's time to get you a drink. <sighs> Uh, let's, uh, what's next door? There's probably, like, a restaurant. Or yeah. Yeah. There's, um, Trattoria I mean, that, that whole intersection is just full of, like, Chinese yeah. Next yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can get a margaritas. It's the, since it's the Chinese New Year, like, there's, <laughs> everywhere else is full of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we're leaving, I'm going to, um, bring forth unfathomable wealth and resources and, uh, pay Florence. It's like, here's... Here's some money for the lost wages and for your time. We're sorry that you were victims of circumstance. This should even it out. What does it look like? Does like the? It's a it's like a gold bar. It's a small okay. gold bar, and it's probably worth uh, let's say three thousand dollars. This is probably about what they would have made that night at yeah. the bar, right? Does that mean I don't have oh. to give them back? <laughs> no, this is just money for lost money for the people that they were. So that's how they're making money. Accept this as a partnership between two covens aligned for a singular purpose. Thank you. Balance has been restored. I'm okay with this. And the soul's been corrupted. That's up to you, but really, don't feel obligation. I mean, I'm just saying someone this week is a drag on both of our covens. I have a suggestion. There's some blood upstairs. <laughs> There's some blood in the hole right <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> but what is Tara There's a saying? lot of blood around. But yeah. the balance. Uh, I, I have a friend in some need. need. May I? Anything for you, sister. Much appreciated. And uh, I think um, Gina's going to go and pour herself like a drink from the bar, a thing of whiskey, so she can cheers Angelica, who's going to drink the blood of Obadiah. <laughs> like a, and just like a fishbowl margarita. Yeah. She <laughs> 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 <Shooting> a straw. <laughs> what happens when you consume an enchanted chalice of blood? What happens to a vampire that does that? From a corrupted soul. From a fake corrupted soul. Uh, oh, it I probably w- has, like, a Susana Fey in there. And that's, I think, because before you said that, like, witch's blood would overpower and cause that, like, sharp, um, like, sensory overload. Yeah. And I think the influence of the Fey on Obadiah's blood actually um, completely mellowed it. It's like when you have, like, a really, really young bourbon versus, like, an aged <laughs> yeah. whiskey, it's mm-hmm. like... It's given it nuance and depth of flavor and sweetness. 
So she is basically drinking like a 25-year-old single mom. (laughs) (laughs) To make her drunk? It might. With power. Yeah, I think (laughs) it would would make her drunk. Yeah. She is going to be so happy by the end of this. Uh, and at some point, Karen and um, poor Terry. It's like the difference between moonshine <laughs> and a 25-year-old scotch. Uh, they finally come out of some closet somewhere. Dust has settled. Covens are unified. Um, Mother Superior is resurrected. So let's move into a montage. Or I guess we can close out. We have what we minutes. need is a montage. Hmm? We um, oh, we have more than enough time. Mm-hmm. I guess cutting it a little early. So, well, we can um, thanks again, Mike. <laughs> Dude, Mike. <laughs> Mike is in there. That's amazing. In the house. Thank you. We could talk a little bit again, I guess, about prizes and causes and things. So well, let's montage, and we can. Yeah, let's, we yeah, can, let's we montage. Can end up with um, mm-hmm. And this means you have complete narrative control and wrap up your character to the end of your story. Uh, we'll start on this side since we started here. Um, trying to think. Or we can start on this side. If no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to having to go first. I'm used to being able to go last. Um. Is it counterclockwise? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that we've learned that the Fae are problematic at best and um, that uh, Jaina once the device comes in actually does start trying to learn how to use it Hmm. um, and feels that through using it might be able to broker an even better alliance with the vampires by providing them with uh, more more delicious treats (laughs) snacky snacks snacky snacks um, which also means that there's less uh, human blood that they need to uh, drink so it's going to sort of be a, a rebalancing of uh, the fey realm with, with ours I guess hmm. oh, that's interesting I'd like to see that series okay what about uh, what about Effie? I'm having to drop back and punt for a second because mine involved the artifact as well, so I have to think about it. So oh. go ahead and try something else while I think of something else. I goof back to this shop and give my sister a big hug. Ah, she's restored. And uh, I tell if not her, a little traumatized. I tell her everything that happened, and uh, she uh, essentially encourages me that maybe I am Mother Superior material. And I say, hell no, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> I had one night of it, and it was funny. Right? Okay. And uh, I go and... Um, uh, ha- ha- I take uh, Abe out for a good evening, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a crone in the streets, but I'm made in bed. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's a song you. in there somewhere. I'm, I'm a maiden in the sheets. <laughs> there, might, there, might a, there might be a Boggart song in there somewhere. <laughs> there's definitely a Boggart song in there somewhere. All right, I think I got it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, along with her, uh, we'll study this artifact as well. And with it, I will make. I'm going to be using one of these things. I have um, Saraveste, mm-hmm. um, which is um, I can create a work of art. Or uh, object, and so I want to make some charms for all of us. A small little 
bracelets, sort of maybe make them sort of Celtic Torque kind of mm-hmm. things um, that will keep us from being possessed by Fae as long as we wear them. That's so that great. we don't have to have this problem ourselves ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's in studying the magics of this thing, it's not controlling, but it keeps them from having to, to possess us. So mm-hmm. at least we are safe from that problem. Mm-hmm. And this, that takes some time. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> and it's balancing because it's a non... Yeah, it's, it's yeah. perfect for terror. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to say that um, it turns out... So we when we get back, like, open up the shop the next day, I see the girl who was carrying the... Uh, the, curl, the girl from the Coven of Pasadena who was carrying the, the gremlin yes. from <laughs> who had studied that book. And she's back in the shop, but, but like... This time, without all the distractions and other people and alcohol, I realized that she actually has a spark. In her. <gasps> nice. When she's not being, when it's not being like suppressed. Yeah. And um, and I end up bringing her to the Circle of Five. Okay. To replace Obadiah. Oh, nice. Because now um, they can't be a Circle of Five, can they? <laughs> <laughs> and like to balance to balance the scales nice. there. That's great. I approve of this. <laughs> I'm having a nice influence on everybody about balance. <laughs> and I start teaching her the ways of Hecate. Uh-huh. Great. Yeah. Um as part of like this alliance that we Because have. that was Obadiah's craft. Mm-hmm. So right? No, no, no he was. Little. It was, he was yeah. But I mean, I'm but. not going to teach her something else. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Cool. <laughs> At some point, she may have to choose whatever her affinity is. But for yeah. now, yeah. but like this is like I like it. I like this it. Is, this is yeah. what I Little have protege. to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have someone in there that you can yeah. see. This will already campaign and be fun. <laughs> awesome. I Great. mean, it's not like I have a mole in their ranks or anything. <laughs> no. Mole. <laughs> so, so your coven, who we never named, I realized. Nope. Nope. Stormwatch, well. how's that? Yeah. Yeah. Fake like keepers. <laughs> Fake killers. Uh, cool. Well, that's it. That's the session. Yeah, that was fun. Ooh, that was yeah. <laughs> You're one of the things so I really Very like. This, what I really <laughs> like about one of the things I really like about this game is the absolute power all these people have. There's none of this power creep. There's none of this. Well, I can't do that, or oh, if only I can do that. You've really given everybody so much stuff that they can do, and it's as you said, it's so flexible narratively. Yeah. Which is that whoever decides to GM this, just that needs to be in the book. Like these are general for a reason. Please interpret these as openly as you wish. Because, like you said, I, you, I could take over a whole city with this one power right here. Yeah, and it's uh, it's because of narrative consequences. So you don't have to worry about, you know, how much damage did I do? Chat wants to know how they can find the game. Oh, it's in development. Okay. But it's based on the Great American Novel. All of the core mechanics were Great American Novel, so you could really make your own version. I do have a playtesting document in the works, so I will be sure to drop a link to that in the forum so that they can play around with it. And Great American Novel is available? Yeah, that's available now on Drive-Thru RPG, published by Gallant Night Games. And it's also in our bundle. And it's in the bundle. <laughs> it is in the bundle. Speaking of the bundle, we're, ge- we're about 20 minutes to the top of the hour, and uh, we are in a tight race. It looks like Eugene might be our winner. So if anybody Eugene, else Eugene. Oh. is interested in that set of pumpkin spice dice, um, I think you need to get in there. Um 
Is this is this bad pitting them against each other? I don't know. I don't for, know. What no, for, for such nope. a good cause. <laughs> Today we are the same. <laughs> So what, what did the uh, can you describe the dice a little more since you have some the um, I only have uh, one I got it at uh, one of the last conventions I went to and it's uh, this really beautiful sparkly like uh, gold and orange flick oh is uh, it those those big ones that, yeah you know, I, got, I have I, one too I have a big one yeah I didn't know that's what that yeah, was yeah they were calling them pumpkin spice so I'm assuming that's what the the dice set looks like overall yeah cool. That's beautiful. And you can also head on over to Dice MB and check out any of their sets um, mm-hmm. and look more in-depth on what the year-long subscription would uh, give you if you want to take a look at that, which is like the marathon full prize mm-hmm. of um, of a year-long subscription to the Dice MB box, uh, which does not, I've been told, just contain dice. It's dice and stuffs. Neat. Um, yep. I like stuffs. Yeah, mm. I mean, last year I figure we could have been more specific, but like it was also the four AM game, so like no, <laughs> no, we couldn't. <laughs> last year we did over six thousand in sales, so and we're still a little behind. So so, come on yeah. in and bid, and somebody win that that prize. Yeah, we, we really want to give it away. I'd like to thank all our sponsors for helping us out with this yeah. as well. And we are currently at. $4,272. So if you've been wow. sitting on the fence, now's the time to throw in some money. Wow, that was a, that was a hell of a session. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. Thank you, So everybody. thank you, everyone who donated. And once again, like, if we could get, like, especially if we could get to that 6000 mark before the end of the 24 hours, yeah, then that gets us so, so far. Mm-hmm. And there's only one more game after this. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So it's a it's a big ask, but even if you're you're not like you know able to donate every 20 minutes like my goal is. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Spread the word. Let your friends know. The next game coming up is a Bria's game. Yeah, that's going to be rad. So it yeah. is going to be nuts and yeah. awesome and such a good time. She role plays even as a GM. It's, she's great. It's great. She's an amazing, so much fun. Yeah, she, and she's an amazing GM as well. And one more time, just what are we talking about? We're raising money for the Rail, uh, Rainbow Railroad, a charity that helps lesbian, gay, and bisexual and transgender individuals escape violence and persecution from their home countries. People are literally leaving their countries so they can live the way they feel they need to live. Um, last year we raised six thousand dollars, and our goal this year is ten thousand dollars. That is what it takes to get one person to safety. So we really want to reach that ten thousand dollar goal. The donation page will be up for a month, with all donations eligible for our big prize, a year-long Dice Envy subscription. In addition, each game has its own set of amazing prizes, of which people are winning as we speak. Mm-hmm. And each game, uh, oh, and they will be giving out to our wonderful, amazing people who donate to our live event. And thank you, everybody, for watching, supporting, donating. Don't forget to spread the word. Uh, you can use Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, tell your mama. Tell your I daddy. Hear there's TikTok. This thing. Yes. I hear there's this thing called Mewe. Mewe. Oh. I don't believe it exists. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think another like fun thing to talk about a little bit more just about this game. Yeah. yeah. The game. Mm-hmm. Which... Which, like... Uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting system to play like a longer. What do you do? You have a name for, for? it? The uh, Great American Witch. There's even a cover for it. It's in design. Uh, it's actually pretty far along. 
but yeah, the, the, the design goal was to be campaign play. I really wanted a new World mm-hmm. of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I wanted a World of Darkness that didn't make me feel creepy. And I wanted it to be powerful and awesome. And I didn't want to have to worry about rolling hit dice on things and, you know, swingy dice. And I wanted narrative control with the players. Uh, because especially in this sort of genre, players really can bring a lot to the table. Like what happened tonight or today was a good example of allowing the freedom of narrative control just to take it where it needs to go. And then mm-hmm. it becomes a collaborative story. Well, and I appreciate that. Um you really needed to have multiple playbooks going at one mm-hmm. time to be able to balance out the party. Yeah. No one person could have done everything that we did today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and absolutely. That's really important so everybody has their moments. And it does allow a lot of creativity amongst the players to, to interpret the moves that they have or the what did you call them? Yeah, the, to adapt to the situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big departure, which is something I kept on failing on, is the the, the path of the aspects, <laughs> um, because I'm used to a binary system with Great American Novel. Um, but that I think in campaign campaign play will come out a lot more. Mm-hmm. I can see it in campaign play. I, it yeah. could also it's I don't see it as that big of a of a narrative. I could see in campaign play because basically now you're mm-hmm. getting some minuses and such, and mm-hmm. you know as the as time moves on, but. For a one-day event, because this all happened within 24 yeah. hours, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. I like putting it on the lunar, uh, the lunar New Year. Yeah, really <laughs> kind of screwed you from the outset. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's definitely a fun way to go about it. And I mean, it's nice because I love World of Darkness games, but they get so crunchy, and sometimes mm. you want something with a little less crunch. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm, sure, for sure. And it's nice to like have a set where. Like you said, like you had to have the different playbooks, and for mm-hmm. all that all of these characters were massively powerful, there were also all the books that we played with felt balanced. Yeah. Right, there's a, there's mm-hmm. only so much that you can do within your class, and there's only so much I can do. So, as you say, there's holes in in everybody's power set that needs to be filled by others. And oh, I was using smart. magic against you uh, narratively, and mm-hmm. then the idea of having to use your magic to confront magic mm-hmm. that was a really cool moment when those all of the, all of the witches were just doing their thing quietly in the room because mm-hmm. something was about to happen mm-hmm. and everybody's trying to stop it and I like that feel. It was really that was a really cool moment. I like mm-hmm. the tableaus you guys brought to the there was some really it's fun. seeing <laughs> it in my mind. Like that's so awesome. I like the, the moves. Tales. I thought they were pretty cool. Uh, my character was really good at creating earthquakes and natural disasters. And <laughs> not, not so good you're in a building, right? <laughs> and I felt like there was still plenty I was able to do. You know, to interact with the mm-hmm. game and be part of the. Um, I was happy that I was able to. I think use one from each school. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Within play here today. Yeah, Tara's an interesting one. That was yeah. sort of like a wild card. They really are, yeah. and I really like playing generalists, and that's kind of what Tara is because she's mm-hmm. able to jump around and she can heal. She can. She's not great at all of that, but mm-hmm. she because she doesn't have the to, to pay to switch. It's great. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Fit me really well. Cool. I like rangers. And the dice rolling wasn't a big deal. Nope. No. I, mean, I, I saw Star Wars playing. He's like, oh, good. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the dice were super, super kind to all of us, yeah, but especially was, I don't know. I was on the cusp. All of, each time <laughs> seven is the cusp. But for you, off. that's good. But I did yeah. make it. I, I didn't actually like, fail. Didn't fail every time? <laughs> and I rolled poorly and freaked some guy really out. <laughs> yeah. Philip deserved what he got. Exactly, it is. And that like, was horrible for that, him. <laughs> that feels like something that could be really campaign relevant. Yeah, it's like, yeah like that's going to come back to bite the coven at some exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Totally. So what's, uh, what's coming up next? Uh, uh, for me? No, no, oh, no. The no, game no, wise. No, no. Yeah. Uh, Bria is running something? Yeah. And so it'll be awesome. I'm pulling it up right now. Do we need to give away a prize uh, now? Overlight. Uh, I think we got two minutes. 
Yeah, 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's running over light. In what system? Mm, it just All says right. over light. Okay. <laughs> so stick around for Abrita. She'll be coming up soon. Yeah. And uh, we will be giving away that prize in the next 10 That's minutes right. or so. That's right. Somebody's yeah. going to be yes. getting some. T minus 13 minutes. Pumpkin spice dice. Oh <laughs> <Aww>, yeah. <laughs> Pumpkin dice spice. And the dogs. Yeah. The dogs are here. They're so cute. The dogs are not for me to give away. I guess I ended a little early. I tend to do that, but um, we could discuss what a campaign would look like. I I, I see um, with I, I see this with this setup. I love the idea of the competing covens. But one of the interesting things that happened is you can't predict the alliance between the two action activation activist covens mm-hmm. and what does that mean for los angeles I, I i could see this taking a really interesting turn mm-hmm. because the the goal of these covens would be to not worry about being public about what they need to do yeah so that would be that would be fun basically the patriarchy is dead yeah point, anything that's patriarchy <laughs> just blow it up what's your idea for the the fatherhood so that didn't really touch us. Yeah, it no. It's a father. It's a, one of the big things uh, is the Illuminati, and that didn't happen at all in this game because it wasn't really relevant. But the Illuminati, I've actually personally done a lot of research on from a storytelling perspective. I actually wrote a book about the Templars, and I kind of immersed in that. And I love the idea of the Illuminati being a secret society in service to uh, uh, the Father God without knowing it really. Mm. And so they're working all of their conspiracies, but then they have this sort of uh, Golden Dawn style of magic, which isn't like witch magic, where it's just really extremely powerful and innate, um, and using drawing from the power of the Mother Goddess. It's more like conscript, uh, prescriptive, uh, you know, guys in rituals wearing Masonic robes, putting a whole lot of effort into what you know a witch can just do, and that organization is really immersed throughout. The entire country. So, so the, the the bad guys really are the Illuminati, um, <laughs> and and you'll see them in the game for sure. Uh, but also, well, and other covens are also bad guys. The well. covens, other covens, also supernatural because uh, they uh, the supernatural will cross over all the time, mm-hmm. and so you're gonna have to deal with monsters and vampires, entire vampire societies. Mm-hmm. But it's I, I I didn't really go into it thinking world of darkness, and that is you know the vampires have a huge structure, or even True Blood. That they're sort of like more tribal and and kind of living off of the land as best as they can because they're monsters and they're predatory and they they're siloed. So um, I, I don't imagine in in this gameplay it's really the witches or the vampires, you know, in World of Darkness. Sure. Sure. So um, there's much more structure, but it's also not very structured. One of my favorite things in here are the um, broken circle covens, which are the ones that allow me magic that's not um, uh, protected by the Seven Sisters. And all the drama that that can entail. And one thing that hasn't really been played yet is a broken circle witch. That sounds so fun. Mm. Which is like, <laughs> you could play anything. Yeah. Um, how, how do you handle witches of the same craft confronting each other? Well, they, they uh, because it's narrative-driven, it doesn't matter. There's no role creep. Um, but okay. what, what ends up happening so far is that they complement each other. There's entire covens, which is one craft. No, I just yeah. meant, like, for example, if if there was a a a, uh, um, a practitioner of Tara in this other coven, mm-hmm. do their spells affect each other? Oh, sure. Do they oh, sure. do they cancel each oh, other out? I totally took out sure. um, Ovi there. Um, oh, and we're in the same uh, mm-hmm. okay. the same craft. Yeah, he was Lilith. 
Okay. Um, and then I was kind of pulling from different crafts. See, like the Fey is more on the Hag side of things because Hag is a Fey craft. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually using the Hag playbook to figure out what my little Fey guy could do. Oh. Neat. So. Uh, chat says they uh, wanted to comment that they love the use of the triple goddess as a mechanic. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's really nice. I like important. the the setup where it's like, yeah, with the exception of Tara, like the okay, well, you earn these coins, but also like a base thing is like you should p- you're gonna have to pay to switch your aspects mm-hmm. on demand. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And I really actually like that. And it's encouraged bit. in the text that you do that when it's dramatically appropriate moment that you're driven to do that, mm-hmm. yeah. or you just need to do it. Somebody's gotten hurt and you need to switch to heal them. Yeah. I love the mother moment where you just came in and like, oh, that was about to be bad. You were going to be turning into zombies. and <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you left it general enough that, I don't know, I just do whatever I need to do to get it done. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. It's, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of fun and creativity with this game. I could really yeah. see it. And I can also see you, you know, reissue, or issuing new playbooks as ideas come to you and such That's as why well. I put it in the broken circle, because then you can do uh, entire lines of crafts. There's really no limit. You mentioned that there were multiple stages of the game. What were they? Uh, oh, the different types of chapters. Yeah. Uh, they are montage and mission. We had those. Um, I don't remember them all. I had a cheat sheet here. <laughs> uh, but they are just different types of scenes that are structured differently, and you leave the scene. They're not scenes or chapters, because you can have multiple scenes in one chapter. But you leave the chapter when, when basically the goal of that chapter is done. Mm. Um I don't really remember what they all are, and I can't find my notes. Oh, here we go. Yeah, one, one of them is magic, which is like the coven sitting down, we're going to do a spell together for that's going to take forever. And we have to get all of the components for it and all of the things, and you know, a week later we can do our thing. Uh, but you can hand wave a lot of that, though, too, right? Yeah, you can. Um, meeting mundane, so we didn't do one of these. It's just like your day-to-day life. Some, you might have to go to a secret work. identity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if the, if the coven needs money, you might have to bartend, you know, whatever. Um, there's menace, which is something's attacking the hearth. Which is, we we kind of did that. That was that w- I went from meeting to menace, and then milestone, which is sort of like the climax of a major arc. Mm-hmm. And and they just have different exit points, really. Like on milestone, you really it, it's it's geared for you are going to kick ass and take names. This is your moment, and that would be like the milestone you play at the end of a campaign mm. as everything's are coming in. That's so kind of what we just did. Restructured, yeah. 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 We yeah I kind of inserted a little yeah. minor one, yeah. yeah. It's different with one shots, but. Do you have a favorite playbook? Uh, Lilith. Really, <laughs> I, I, I put a lot of thought into Lilith and did a lot of research because there's a lot of misnomers about Lilith as a as a mythological person oh, character. Yeah. But my mm-hmm. favorite part about She's Lilith framed. is she was the one that rejected Adam. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this has got to be... And I was trying not to true blood it because it was so hard not to do that. But I really wanted... The, the, the marriage of Lilith and vampires is so ingrained. Yeah. I just love the idea that you could just make vampires. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Boom! Vampire! Yeah. Boom! Vampire! <laughs> you're, 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 you're all vampires! You're um, <laughs> I also like Hag a lot because that was really inspired by my wife's book, Hag. Uh, Kathleen Kaufman, wonderful book. In fact, this entire game is inspired by her approach to witchcraft and how witches, if witches were real, this is what they would be. Witches are real, but if mythological witches were real. Totally. Uh, so, so yeah, that's another one just because I have a lot of personal connection to it. Mm-hmm. I like this behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, we learn, yeah. learn about it. That's neat. And, mm-hmm. and if you want to do some research before the game comes out, buy your wife's book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's an excellent book. We should. Uh, uh, d- 
we should plug that as well. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you know who the publisher is? Uh, Turner. Okay. Yeah. And actually, she has another book that's. She has so many books. All her books are good. Hag is my favorite, though. Amazing. <laughs> we are five till the hour. Okay, we did um, it. We filled space. I yeah. think we can um, safely. We should probably give it away because we need to make safely for them. call yeah. uh, Eugene, the spice dice winner. Yay! Thank you so much, and thank you, Michael and Brent and Craig and. Um, yeah, everybody who gave. There are a couple people who are hidden, so I won't say their names, but we appreciate what you can do. Very good. Thank you. And, um, Thank you, guys. Like Thank This you. is an awesome thing. And, and what are we up to now? We are at $4,272. Wow. Let's come on. Let's get it up to ten. We so, need, um, all we need is another 5000 We can do it. <laughs> well, even if we could just, like, you know, if we break that 5K mark during Quiddy's, like, during Abrea's game, let's get... That's over halfway there on this first day, yeah, and then yeah, and then the word will spread, mm-hmm. yeah. and we'll be able to get that ten thousand that will allow uh, Rainbow Railroad to save a life, literally like saving literally saving life. someone's life. Yep. Um, right. Like just like the song asks, "How to save a life?" This is how. Spread the word. Um, donate if you can. If you can't, like tell your friends, tell your family, like. Everybody, Random strangers on the street, everyone. Yeah, get on the socials. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you guys. Thanks. Hey, thanks for watching. That was fun. Yeah, that was really fun. All right, we out. Bye-bye. We out. Bye. Thank you. Next Bye, up, Maria. All right, better pack my stuff. If I told you the things I'd seen on my way. If I told you the things I've done in my days